Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Big Week in Gaming podcast. And what do you know? It's been a big week in gaming. I'm into God for episode 66 on this Sunday, the 26th of December. Happy Boxing Day. In this week's show, we'll be discussing the analog pocket is finally here. And we've got our hands on it. Our first Damn, game of so summer in 1995. Nominee special on Team 17's Classic Worms. And we celebrate the holidays with the Big Kringle. Shut up! Big Week's on the radio! Shut up! Let's As always, I'm joined by Mike. Hello, everyone. And Swinny. I'm very disturbed by Mike. <laughs> yes. For audio listeners, uh, Mike has got a huge kitchen knife. Which is going to use the open presents huh. for the big Kringle. It's uh, a letter opener. Come on. It's like the size of his head. Uh, if you want to support the show and support these kind of antics, follow us on social media. All of our links are in the description or at bigwigpod.com. Hype man, hype me up. So, next week is, uh, which will be a first show of 2022. Wow. We will have That's the third year of Big Wig. Yeah, we'll have our special new year gaming resolutions feature so we'll we'll have a look at how we've done for our 2021 resolutions and we'll also create our 2022 resolutions can't wait to fail another year i feel like it's the it's the big week in shame (laughs) yeah it's the big week exactly (laughs) well for us too well yeah we'll find out from swinney in the banter very shortly very shortly and mike uh you want to hype up next week's gosoy Ooh, yeah. What are we doing next week? I have no idea what we're doing next week. I think I 66 think it's shows, full, people. 66 it's full shows. throttle. It's full throttle. So we're going to be reviewing one of the best adventure games ever made. Oh, oh. Well, yeah. I, th- I feel like you're trying to sway us there. You know. No, no, I'm not swaying anyone. But obviously, we picked it as as you know one of the Gosso nominees. So therefore, it must be one of Gosso. the best adventure games ever made. Gossoy, 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 Gossoy. Well, I think it was a consolation prize because Sweeney and I were just dominating the nominations. So yeah, it was all Nintendo games. <laughs> Donkey, what is it? Donkey Kong Country Two, Yoshi's Island, Chrono Trigger, Earthbound, Earthbound Chrono Worms, and yeah. Full Throttle. Sweeney, yeah. you have a correction. Yes. So last week, I was given the honour to introduce our Big Year and Awards special. Yeah. So if anyone didn't check that out, please go check it out. We put a lot of work and prep into that. Not. Um, no, we but do. It was, a, it was a, it was good fun, um, and it was for Ender Lilies to to kind of you know take it away at the end, even though it wasn't originally nominated. It was amazing, <laughs> um, mm. but my I kind of have a correction, um, but maybe not. So, and mm. when I introed it, I said, "It's time for big year in gaming's big year in awards." So <laughs> I'm I'm dropping this on everyone. We're moving to a one one podcast per year. Oh yeah. Just so, I, it's technically not a correction. I didn't get it wrong. We're actually moving to one episode, so we're big year in gaming can from we, now on. Can we pick something that people don't know around the world, like big Fortnite in gaming? Oh, people in the US are like, what? A Fortnite in gaming? Maybe we'd get a lot of downloads, actually. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yearly then, event uh, sounds like my sex life. Oh, And then a lot of people being like, there's no Fortnite here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Liars. These guys hate Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the question of the week on this segment that's probably going to get retired in 2021. But, um, no, no, no. I like these. I like these. So I I want to talk about the backlog. And I just asked a simple question. Do you have backlog guilt? 
can you can you explain what exactly you mean by backlog? Okay, so the backlog is a, it's almost like a gaming specific term. Seems to not hit in any other media mm. form, even though it's the same problem. But essentially, it's uh, where you have games that you would like to play, and they're sitting in the backlog, like a scrum type of backlog, and you do want to get to them, but you never get to them. See, I have a term that I prefer for that, mm. which is called the pile of shame. The That's pile. always what I've thought of it. And I even thought that would be a good name for an app that helped you <laughs> to organize your backlog. There's lots of apps yeah. that do that oh, stuff, okay. but I just thought it'd be a good name for one. But none called the pile of shame, um, which is awesome. So do I have... Well, the fact that I call it a pile of shame, yes. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, and you play I a have, lot of games. I play a lot of games, but I have, like, you see behind me, there's a lot of... Mm. I play the majority of these games, but I have a lot of specifically 360 games that I haven't played, like mm. Bayonetta, um, Vanquish, like all these games that are really, really well considered that I mm -hmm. may have played, like, the first level of and just put to the side for a rainy day, and that rainy day, well, I was doing something else that day, so... It never rained. Yeah, so a lot, and... Phys so physical games yes and digital games i've got a crap load because actually the majority of my purchases since the xbox 360 kind of moved digital uh and then all through the xbox one mm. and now series x i you know most of them are digital that i've got in my backlog as well so yeah so no, yes that's the answer is yes i have shame how about you mike not really we're like yeah yeah that was past mike he's an idiot you know i don't he made mistakes. I don't care. He's a different. I'm a different guy now. You know what I mean? I don't need to deal with the dumb shit he did in the past. This is not the mic but, that buys so many games that you have to have a resolution to not just out of game. Not just games. <laughs> I don't know why, but I have right next to me three stacks what? of Lee and Lee Uni fans as an example of the crap I hoard to because I because of the PCs I was playing around tinkering and building and stuff. And then I never did these projects. So do yet. you have shame for so your PC project backlog? Yes. But not your games backlog? No. Okay. I know. It's inconsistent. It's just like the rest of me. But no, not really. I mean, and I'm, I'm the same as you. I bought a lot of games. And sometimes I, I have an issue where I just buy games just because they're cheap, obviously. I think a lot of us do that, right? You see it on, on the mm. Nintendo store, 80% off. Oh, I'll get that for $5 or something. But it's $5 here, $5 there. And it, it adds up. And it's not so much that the money adds up, which would add up to thousands and thousands of dollars, I'm sure. It's that you just have this thing in the back of your head where you're always like, oh, shit, I should really play Pillars of Eternity because I bought that six months ago. Oh, I should really play... Like, I bought Hellpoint last night on switch against even, even everyone's after, yes even yeah, against everyone me, telling me not to do it you completed it this <laughs> like, year oh, said okay. don't play it on switch yeah but i just figured it'd be awesome to, to have it on on handheld okay and, yeah, and hear me out hear me out i had it i had a free copy on pc which is probably what i'd end up playing but you know me i like to support independent developers so i figured maybe this way they get encouraged to make the sequel so and yeah. enjoy your sub 30 frames per right. second that's what they get it, it's actually unlocked which is the annoying part so in even in the very first area i'm talking about like the moment you start the game it's 60 if you look up at the sky and then it's like 15 <laughs> if you look down at any detail 
I think they're so just waiting. Going. They're How? waiting for uh, the Switch Pro to come out. So then they're well, unlock yeah. baby. We run at sixty. <laughs> well, we run at eighty, <laughs> and the timer goes faster. I'll just say Hellpoint, great game. I didn't have a chance to really talk about it in our awards last year, even though it wasn't twenty one game, but I had it in my get game mm. list of games. Great game if you love Souls likes. Intergot, cool. how about you? Do you have shame? Yeah, you know, like I remember a friend once said like how upset he was when he realized he doesn't have enough time to read every book ever written. And then you like look now, you go, Well, there's book there's books written every sort of day that would take a whole lifetime to read. And I kind of think the same with gaming. It's like even more extreme in a way, right? It just takes so long to get through some games. Uh, like, I think the the shame is more kind of almost what Mike was talking about. Like, and I'm really trying to not go down the path of buying more games. And I think it will be a bit of a sneak preview for next week's resolutions. But, you know, I, I wasn't so much in the habit of buying things, but I did fall into this. Oh, yeah, this new Switch game comes out. I'll buy it. Because it's like, when's it going to go on discount anyway? So I might as well just get it now. And then I'm like, hmm, I haven't really played that, you know, Paper Mario game. And I haven't played that thing. So it's more just like, I think that frustration of like mm. getting the games rather than I've never played Dark Souls, you know, like I, I don't really have shame in that. It's more like, oh, it's a great game that I want to play eventually. Same as Chrono Trigger as, as I'm playing now. So that's, that's sort of uh, the shame element for me, but I'm trying to remove that. So quick question. Yes. Uh, complete change of topic um i'd like to ask you guys what you know about your christmas what you got and stuff but do you want to wait to talk about that to lead into our chris Kring, uh, big kringle segment later um yeah let's do it all in, uh yeah i don't know maybe that doesn't make sense because i'm probably going to talk about some stuff that i got or like that i sort of pseudo played or turned on all right so do you want to go into wanted... the banter and we'll talk about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about I it. Just, right, I just, I forgot, I forgot to put it in the run sheet. So. No, no, that's all good. So, Mike, uh, what have you been playing and what did you get for Christmas? Okay, so I've been uh, playing something that's not on the run sheet, which is I made myself the little analog pocket clone because I felt like I was missing not out. Not an analog pocket clone. But... I know it's not an analog pocket clone. It's 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 a GP, a G-Pi, so a uh, Game Boy Pi little handheld um it emulates uh and runs snes nes game boy all that kind of stuff just runs in a on a on a um just a raspberry pi um works you know surprisingly well i have to admit um obviously i'm only playing things that i have physical copies of or of course can borrow physical copies of from you guys uh <laughs> so i haven't really really i haven't put it through its paces yet but for what it is pretty happy with it really really good <laughs> I wonder Mike, what that said. Mike, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Keep talking. Keep yes, talking. Mike, so, Mike always forgets. And I understand so, why. Yeah. There's like uh, hundreds of people that listen well, as an audio yeah, version only. Well, okay, so Sweeney, Sweeney just put himself on mute while saying something that I won't repeat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, other than that, I've been uh, hitting a bit of uh, Fubak Fabrat 7 remake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, can you guys uh, also, explain that to me? <laughs> You so, can ask Sweeney for that one. <laughs> so I was, uh, as I normally do, I, I if I know someone's been playing a game, I'll try to pre-fill what games mm. we're going to talk about because sometimes we'll have clips to show during our intro. Um, and I knew Mike said he'd been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. So I went to type Final Fantasy VII and the first word ended up as Fubak. And so I said, I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to oh, okay. complete the rest of it. And I 
was going to wait to see because knowing Mike doesn't read ahead at all or pre-read yeah, anywhere run sheets. I read that, but I'm, I was still going to say it. No. So, so I just put it in there. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there, and then like when he hopefully when he gets to that point, he'd be like, "What the hell is that?" But you kind of spoiled it earlier. I'm sorry. Like yesterday. No, I just thought it was no. no. It's it like yesterday. I think uh, I think someone needs to check up on Swinney after uh, uh, he saw. Yeah, yeah, I, was like, what, yeah. I was like, what is this? No, he's, no, no, no. He's no. written Final yeah. Fantasy too many times in this run sheet. Mine's <laughs> yeah, last. A lot of Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I think there's four references <laughs> to Final Fantasy. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake uh, on PS5. I have the physical copy on PS4, which I. You have the DLC. I, I bought the DLC as well because it wasn't special. Uh, I haven't had the DLC <laughs> just which... yet, but uh, awesome. but I will be playing it, the DLC as well. Now, one, one quick thing comment I'll make about this is it wasn't particularly hard to figure out how to get the PS5 version. You go to the store, you find it, yada, 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 pretty easy. But what I heard and read and had a mate tell me as well is if you had the physical copy of the game, so you had the license for it on PS4, and then you got the free uh, version when it was available on, on uh, PS Plus. You can't upgrade the PS Plus version to the PS5 version because you had the physical copy. So you, you need to get the disc again to be able to do that upgrade, which is a bit weird. So given if you've that gone you have, and sold it, it's like it, screwed. too bad, so sad. <laughs> too bad, so sad, yeah. If you never had the physical copy, you're That's fine. Crazy. Well, I think it's a little it, it's a little crazy. I guess. I mean, what, what what's the difference, right? You've got you you you've got the PS Plus copy, like everyone else that got the PS Plus copy. So anyway, didn't affect me because I still had the physical disc. It's one of those games that I've always um, wanted to to play because I was a huge fan of Final Fantasy VII, one of my favorite games of all time, and really digging it, um, Sweeney. I think you might enjoy it too. I I, I it's it, the combat is really. <laughs> Yeah. What makes you think that? <laughs> well, no, I don't know because I don't know if you'll enjoy the combat. That's the thing. It's not. It's not a typical sort of JRPG type of combat, uh, if that makes sense. Um, it's proper real time. Uh, obviously, it takes. It still uses the material system. It still takes its inspiration from the original game, but the combat is completely new. Um, totally different to the original one. Uh, but it works really, really well. Really, 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 really well. So. Yeah, I'm the i've kind of got a my relationship with this game obviously i haven't played it yet is obviously it's was ps4 exclusive and now ps5 until they did the recent by all accounts horrible um epic game store release um but i there's two parts of it so first of all i've been waiting for the eventual hope that they'd port it to xbox um and also just waiting to see what the timeline is for the this the part two or mm. potential part two and three just so I'm kind of just waiting to see how it plays out. Not in a rush. I have, I, I honestly, I, I, I know essentially everything that's in this game, and I know it's a game I would enjoy. Although I'm not a fan of Final Fantasy's take on action RPG, specifically Final Fantasy 15, but looks like they did a lot better with this one. So. Yeah, it's it's I, solid. I, I think you've got to be careful about waiting for Part Three in particular because you're going to fall into the pattern that I did with Neon Genesis Evangelion, where. I waited in 2007. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. they're doing the rebuild movies. You know, they're doing four. Okay, I'll wait like five or six years for them all to come out and watch them. And then I ended up waiting like 14 years to, to watch them all in one go. <laughs> well, Dude, part just, three? It's like, this game took like five or six years to make. 
I know. I'm just curious. What I'm most curious about is what they're going to cover and then up to what point in part mm. two. And then that will kind of then determine whether or not, or at what point I'll kind of, you know, jump in on, on the remake. So It's kind of mixed messages from them as well as how detailed they'll go in it. Sort of like mm. part of it, they say that they will go really detailed, but then other times they won't. So that's a bit of a weird one, that one. Hmm. In any case, excellent game. Love it so far. Looks amazing too. To the extent that it, it just blows any of the FMVs from the original game apart. And I, I, I put myself back when I was a kid playing it and being so amazed at the FMVs that Final Fantasy VII used to have. And now you play the in-game and it looks like way, way better than any FMV back in those days. It, it looks better than Advent Children, which is nuts. It's know? nuts. Mm. It's really nuts when you think about it that way. Um, power of the PS5 and really good developers. And look, other than that, um, I've been dabbling on and off, not, not as much, um, but playing a little bit of Grand Theft Auto V um on pc i might actually put that down because now that i started getting back into it i'm really keen to see what the update on consoles is going to look like and whether that's going to add anything good because I, I have a feeling and maybe i'm wrong about this it still looks and plays the same as what it was when it first came out on pc i don't think they really made major patch improvements or anything like that to the graphics um so i kind of actually want to see what what it's going to come up with um hmm. Yeah. What about uh, you, Intercott? What have you been I've up to? I've been... This is not kind of a Christmas present to myself. Not really, because I ordered it like <laughs> 500 plus days ago. But I have been playing my Analog <gasps> Pocket, so oh. you can kind of see Wait, there. but you showed a black Analog Pocket before. Yeah, Did that's I? exactly I what I was thinking. I don't what? Don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> catching me out. Uh, yeah, so I won't talk about the Pocket right now, because I will review it later in the show, but... Oh, I have so been good. playing two games. One of them that you just saw. I've been playing a bunch of other games, obviously. But I've been like the first game I played is not this one. It's this one. Um, oh, no, smooth move, move for the B roll. Is <laughs> Tetris, and you know we actually spoke about this recently with Dark Souls versus Tetris. What's the ultimate game? Mm-hmm. Tetris is the ultimate game. Oh, of course, <laughs> it's no doubt. Like I, I, so I'm like, oh, I'll just test it out. So I'll boot up Tetris. I, I swear to God, I played Tetris for like an hour. And then, you oh. know, part of it, and we'll cover it with the analog pocket later in the show, but Tetris is just perfect, man. Like even mm-hmm. the NES and Game Boy versions of Tetris oh. without the hold piece. and I love the NES version of Tetris so much. They're just so good. They're just like, they are perfect games. They're the ultimate game. There's, you don't need to do anything. I think the latest versions of Tetris are better, but it's not bad what these versions are. They're just incredible. And... Man, Tetris is such a good game. <laughs> it's like, you know, and I was showing you a photo of my son playing Tetris. He, he doesn't really understand how to play it. Um, it's quite funny. He just starts stacking all the pieces on top of each other. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm building a house. And he goes, dish, dish, dish. And then it plays the, like the death sound. And then he turns to me like all bright eyed and goes, I win. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, you won. You had some sure. fun. <laughs> but he doesn't really like games so far that I've seen. We played a bit of Pokemon as well uh, together. So that was pretty fun. Uh, but the game I've really been sinking my teeth in is uh, Drill Dozer. So I'm sure Swinny mm, knows okay. Drill Dozer. Yep. But I've always wanted to get around this. This game's almost, I don't know, it's cult classic. That's a fair thing to say, Swinny. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it kind of always features in top 50, top 100 lists for Game Boy Advance, but it's never in top 10s generally from what I see. 
Um, but it's such a good game. It's very hard for me to describe. I've got the B-roll, but for audio listeners, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you play a character called Jill and she has a big drill and all the mechanics... That rhymes. Yeah. Nice. All the mechanics sit around the drill. So you can drill in either directions. You have gear shifting of the drills. So you have to find these gears at each level. Uh, and it just kind of builds upon those uh, mechanics in a very Nintendo fashion. So this isn't... This is... Is this... Game Freak, is that right? Yeah, I was yeah. just I just saw that. I forgot this was Game Freak, and I can see it now because like Game Freak's non-Pokemon games have worked on like Tembo the Badass Elephant, I think like they've got a certain style to them, and this drill dozer is in that style. Yeah, and it's very like it's handholdy in not a bad way, but it is handholdy to a degree where you know, even if you play the first level, I've actually taken the B-roll from the second level because the first level it's like Every interaction, it really makes sure, okay, you understand this. Mm-hmm. And it could, it sort of does it through the gameplay anyway. Like, there's no way to get around certain bits unless you sort of go, hmm, okay, I've got to do this and work this out. Um, but it's just, it's freaking, it's actually a really awesome game, man. Like, I've always <laughs> wanted to play it. And it's just been a massive excuse to play it because I've got the pocket. Um, and I just wanted to play something that's not Castlevania or Metroid again. Uh, although, on Christmas Day, when uh, my fam, uh, my wife's family came over, they ended up playing like half of Zero Mission on the dock, uh, which was pretty crazy. It's actually really crazy seeing Game Boy Advance and Game Boy games on the big screen. Outside of that, I got some presents for Christmas, oh. and let's see if this ruins the crinkle, big crinkle later. <laughs> uh, so I got Spider Man, Miles Morales, oh, the ultimate it. version. Nice. So nice. I actually downloaded. Uh, Spider-Man Remastered, so I'll probably play that first. Red Dead 2. Oh, that's just excellent. That Let me know when you play weekend. that. I want to get back into it. Yeah, yeah, that's just a two-hour game right Ghost there. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, no. Nice. You've been spoiled. Assassin's Creed Japan that they never made. Oh, yeah. boy. And oh, then boy, finally, boy. and this is actually, I think I'm most looking forward to playing this. Returnal. Oh, wow. Mike's looking worried for some reason. Damn. I am looking worried. That would be that's, funny. Uh... That would be funny. <laughs> Wow, that's a very generous uh, yeah, I got spoiled. Santa Claus to see wow. I got that's a bunch crazy. of other stuff as well. So, well, I, what, can I just say before I throw it to you, Sweeney? So, <laughs> we've, we've done all the Christmas stuff. My kids got absolutely spoiled like crazy. And then um, I go downstairs and Jess is like, oh, you know, there's another package over to the side. I'm like, oh, what is that? And then I looked at it and I'm like, I opened it up. I'm like, Oh shit, I bought this for her like so ah. long ago. I'd forgotten ah, ah. about it. So I and I had to buy it straight away because it sold out straight away. It was um like the Animal Crossing slippers and like sneakers. So mm. like these uh, collab with Puma. So I'm like, oh here, here's your present. And she goes, Oh, I can't believe you've got a present. It's unbelievable. And then I'm like, oh hey, could I go through the Amazon app? Because we share the same one, but we don't look at the orders because we both order stuff. Mm. But I'm like, can I check it? Because I just want to make sure, like, we haven't got some crazy orders that, like, someone's committed fraud or whatever. So I start going through the orders. I'm like, hey, what's this thing? And she's like, oh, shit, I forgot to wrap this present for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we'd bought so much stuff. We'd forgotten all the presents. Wow. That's pretty bad. It's pretty embarrassing. So, Well, Mike, you didn't say if you got any presents. Ah, all my, uh, so, so I did. So... I am a huge fan of cherries, so I get a whole bunch of cherry-themed things, including uh, a can of cherries. 
and some actual cherries and some cherry jam. I actually have known you for like 20 years. I was about to say, years. is there anything that wasn't... Like cherries. Really? Damn, it's my favorite Not fruit. Not that much. There you go. Oh, it's absolutely my favorite fruit. I like cherry-flavored things, but I don't like cherries, if that makes sense. Oh, it's oh like... man, I love them. Yeah. Could so. Love them till I get sick. And no, but the coolest thing was some some customized stuff. So I got some uh, some coasters from my girlfriend of my cat's blodge and <laughs> cool. uh, a bag that has a photo of me and Splodge uh, with him wearing a hat because you know what I'm like with, with my cat. And yeah, no, this is where like the absolute best gifts because I like them because they were handmade and personalized. So, That's yeah. cool. That's awesome. So I, I got some really cool presents. So I don't know if you yeah. can hear this. I got one of these awesome little drum things that you put oh, on wow. a coffee table and it makes awesome noises. I'm like, when I unpack this, I'm like, this is sweet. Cause it's That's like- That's actually really sweet. It's like one of oh, those like crazy. calm, calming drums that's that you just calm. like, I'm a little stressed. Someone's gonna sit here playing some really nice chime noises. Yeah. And, uh, is it pressure was... sensitive over the whole surface? Um, or different like notes. does it play different tones? Seems well, like I mean, it's an actual, it's a physical drum. There's no, it's not digital or anything. Huh? So, that's a physical drum. Yeah, yeah, it's a physical drum. Oh shit, that's because cool. they're different yeah. sizes. I guess they resonate yeah. differently. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, like right. it's an actual drum. It's oh, not like so cool. oh, it's an electronic thing. Um, and also got this cool little snake thing that you can change into different sizes. You know, like oh man, I remember those. Yeah, those like, are sick. You know what Mike would do if like that. You know, yeah, yeah, that's what Mike would do. That is what Mike would do. That's yes. exactly. Yeah, the For listeners, all your listeners, yeah. he would totally not yeah, make Mike a penis out of it. Mike is not growing out of that twelve-year-old boy mentality. I, I like I'm the one that actually made that and showed it on the screen, and Mike's getting the blame for it. I love it. I know. What the heck. <laughs> um, True. But, well, I uh, mean, yeah. cookies. Sorry, but ninja bread cookies. But that was some cool presents. But uh, <laughs> I guess in terms of what I've been playing this week, so yes. ran back to that. Uh, please bear with me. This is going to be a lot of Final Fantasy talk. It's the week to mm. do it. You know, we don't have any news stories. We've got features, but it's the time when I can actually talk about these games mm. that I've wanted to play for a long time. And now I've got a chance to talk about them after I've played some of them. Mm. So the first being Final Fantasy Four. I know this is an accident, but, you know, and also behind the scenes things for the listener, we key in the B-roll and then Final Fantasy 4 is also keyed in as 4. Final <laughs> Fantasy 5, yeah. nice. look at that, it's meant to be, Sony. Yeah, exactly. So Final Fantasy 4, so this is a game that I had tried out back in the 90s via emulation because they didn't release this game uh, in in Europe. PAL territories or Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Final mm. Fantasy game we got was actually Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, which I have a fondness for, but it's not a good game. Did we it's not like... get Final Fantasy 1? Um, no. Well, I've heard that the first one that Europe got was Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Oh, wow. Okay, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't get a Final Fantasy 6 either. Um, yeah, that's so the worst. That's a travesty. It wasn't until Final Fantasy 7 that really then we started getting everything. And the same with North America, obviously. The... Um, North America didn't get the game I'll talk about next, but Final Fantasy IV. So this is a game that is beloved by a lot of people. It is probably the most, other than six out of the first five Final Fantasy games, it's the one that everyone talks about. Um, And I think it's because it's probably the first one that a lot of people played in the SNES era. Um, It is, I can see why it's beloved. Uh, I think it's an absolute fantastic game. So I played through and completed it this week. Uh, It's actually longer than I expected. 
but that's not bad. It's just for me, someone as part of my resolution of having to complete all the remaining Final Fantasy games I hadn't completed by the end of the year. It's literally the you know the last week and a half before um, the time runs up. So it being a bit longer was a little annoying, but that's mm. not a thing against the game. So it's a great game. It's one of the first, definitely first in the series, but one of the first JRPGs to really go pretty hard on the actual story side of things, which is crazy now because that's half of what those games are these days. But back in the original Final Fantasies, it was more about just, oh, I'm adventuring, I'm the four heroes of light crystal kind of stuff. Whereas they actually have, these characters have character arcs and redemption. Um, you know, there's a lot of dramatic moments, there's twists. And it's pretty cool to see where they go from here onwards. And to be clear, both this and Final Fantasy V, which we'll talk about next, I've been playing the Game Boy Advance versions. So, and that's the footage that's on the screen. So they do have um, more quality of life improvements over the original Super Nintendo versions. And also the some of the graphics are, I think, enhanced, definitely, I think they're improved. But they're kind of, that's why it may look a little bit different to anyone that's familiar. It's because it's a Game Boy Advance version, which also added a lot of extra content that I didn't actually play because I was trying to, I was trying to, I, I wanted to play these versions, but I also wanted to keep it a bit closer to the original mm. experience with that. But uh, yeah, the, the only downside I have to the game is they you have a lot of temporary party members in this game. So if anyone that doesn't know Final Fantasy, basically, you know, you got your party members and generally in the games, you might have a couple of guest characters come in, but normally it's pretty clear that they're guest characters. In this game, it wasn't clear at all. There's a lot of characters that you have for a long amount of time and then they leave your party. And in the version I played... Um, you can get them back in your party at the very end. But what I found was I was leveling up a lot of these guest characters and then they would leave for half of the game. So it was a little annoying to spend the time leveling them up and then to realize that you're not actually going to have them. Um, but that's a small niggling thing. Um, the game, I I know there's the gone back and forth on difficulty. So the original version they released in North America was like the easy version. Um, for the Game Boy Advance version, I think they brought it back a little bit back closer to the original. And there's been re-releases on PSP and, and different versions that, you know, played around the difficulty balancing. I found this game was could actually be pretty tough in places. So I definitely made took advantage of power grinding in this one to to really not just essentially breeze through it once I was at a certain level, but it was good to play through. Um, so I finally able to mark that one off. Um, and then I moved straight on to Final Fantasy V. Wow, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> so I didn't mention it before, but the, the four games in my list was Final Fantasy II, which I played just over a month ago, Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy V, and the game I'll talk about next. Final Fantasy V. Oh my God, this game is fucking amazing like i'm so I, shocked i wow. knew you would love this you are such a contrarian. contrarian can yeah. i can no, i just no yeah, go on, wait go, on, go, on. go on. no don't let me let me go talk on first this is that's not a contrarian opinion what the problem with this game is this game wasn't released in the west yeah. until much later so it's really underappreciated what this game does this game is phenomenal now it's not perfect but this game is you can see the gap that it bridges. It is literally like a bridge between four and six in terms of what it does. Visually, it's definitely not the 
the like six steps it up a notch in terms of presentation and everything but yeah just in terms of how the game feels and the mechanics and everything this game to me is by like is a huge step up from number four in my opinion now number four it implemented that was the originator of the atv atv active time battle system so it was very innovative in that regard but this game just is nuts um but to to go back to what you're saying it final fantasy 4 is the beloved one but if this game was released in the west i think this is the one that people would be talking about oh instead. i don't think so with final fantasy 6 no, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking not outside of Final Fantasy VI. I'm talking about like the early ones and that. Yeah, look, the, to the be reason, fair, I've never played it. So, yeah, this game is like, I knew it was good. Like, but everyone I'd heard talk about this game said it was a great game. Mm. That's why I'm saying it's not a contrarian opinion. People that play this game, no, like it is regarded as a very good game, but I was shocked by how good it is. Mm. Like, I was, it, it's kind of crazy. So, what this game does is. It, it's much more lighthearted than number four. Number four is kind of dramatic and it's got some comedy moments, but this game is full of comedy and it's got, but I love it. I actually think it's really, really good mix between the serious and light moments and your main character who's funnily named Butts in the original <laughs> uh, kind of translation versions. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like Butts with an R, but then oh, like yeah, some translations put it as Butts, so it's pretty funny. He's like a <laughs> lovable, like um, just... I don't know. He's an idiot. Fry? He's a lovable idiot. Yeah, he's kind of like like a fry. fry. Yeah, of like fry. Yeah, yeah. And it's just which it's really world. good. It's a good change from having this real stoic, serious main character. You've got this like just you know this bit of a doofus. And it's how do you fun. say that word, mm. Winnie? What stoic? Stoic. Stoic. That's interesting that you say it like that. Stoic. What? What? No, I don't know. I don't think. Can you say it like that? What? How else are you meant to say it? Stoic. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, anyway, look. Anyway. So, but what what this game, what makes this game so special, though? So, Final Fantasy three introduced what's mm. called the job system. Mm. So, I'll, I'll give a bit of an explanation uh, explainer on this one. So, it, it's not like a lot of games now have job systems, but I'm not sure if Final Fantasy three was the first game with it, but it basically popularized it. Where, oh, 100 percent your characters don't have set classes you have a whole range of classes that they can select from that have all different all have different abilities and and uh use different equipment but you level those individual job classes up so they brought that back for fantasy final fantasy 5 but the way they implemented it is so much better um i i'm not a huge fan of the job system but i think this game converted me with what it can do so to give you an example and mike you may not be as familiar with with job systems as intergot but Mm. um what to give an example i've got a character and i gave them um a ranger job so that's like hey they shoot uh, arrows and stuff like that once you master that job you unlock what was called a rapid fire ability where you can shoot four times and it'll hit random characters then I changed them to a ninja job class. And what they can do is they can dual wield weapons. So what you do is you master them and then and that hits twice. And then basically you once you've mastered those two jobs, you can then assign uh, they carry over to what's called a freelancer class. And then basically in the inherent abilities and, and bonuses, and you can set the abilities from the ones you've mastered where you've got the characters with two massive swords hitting eight times per <laughs> turn because you've mastered those previous classes. And the way mm. they you can customize and 
combined abilities. It's kind of wild. Like the possibilities are almost endless. It's it's pretty nuts. Okay, that's really cool. This is a job system. It's like, I I think it's cool for people like you who are like super into RPGs. It gives a lot of depth and customization. For me, I've always just found it to be like, oh my God, there's so much system in this game. That's why I don't normally like job system classes. I actually prefer having set classes for characters but this game showed me how cool it can be by what it does because i felt that way for a long time so other games for instance that use job classes so final fantasy 12 the zodiac age that specific version does it and i think that's the best implementation i've played of it blacksmith the sand kingdom so i reviewed that earlier in the year that had job class uh, a job system octopath traveler has kind of a take on it towards the end from my from what i've read yeah lots of games bravely fault 2 and everything like that um but look, it's it's just really cool for mechanically. Um, but probably my favorite thing about this game is the music. It is so good, like shockingly good. Now I knew certain themes that have carried over, like the battle on, on Big Bridge is a famous theme, Final Fantasy theme, Gilgamesh's theme, where it's played in every game that you know you battle Gilgamesh and stuff. But there's so many good that this might be one of the best SNES soundtracks. It's crazy. Ooh. It's that it's no, it's that good. Like that's Chrono Trigger it's nuts. Final Fantasy VI. It's up there. Wow, honestly. Okay. Hmm. Chrono Trigger maybe look Chrono Trigger's pretty good. I may <laughs> put like I may put Chrono Trigger and probably Donkey Kong Country 2 above it. Yeah, but that's it's a, that's pretty a banger. It, this game like it's crazy like i wish we could play it on a show but we'd get like strikes and stuff so <laughs> yeah for but sure. yeah look all i'll say is the eventual final fantasy tier list is going to be a lot it's a lot more interesting now that i've so i've beaten Ooh. this game by the way i, I wow, forgot to mention okay. i actually beat it so i beat final fantasy 4 and final fantasy 5 this week so Damn, and, and before you go on to the next one like this era of square was just pretty much start like yeah you know you could draw the line in so many different ways but you know, starting from Final Fantasy four, it was just like disgusting. Like how many insane games they've released on a yearly basis, like multiple games per year. Like I'll just run through the list, like super, super quickly, like Final Fantasy four. So that's like 91. And then like 92, it's like Romancing Saga, Final Fantasy five, Secret of Mana the next year, Breath of Fire, uh, Final Fantasy six, that was 94, Front Mission, Chrono Trigger. I think Breath of Fire is Capcom, isn't it? Uh, let me check. Developer Capcom, publisher Ah is listed as a publisher. That's interesting. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay, okay. Um, Seconds and Setsu, Secret of Evermore, which you know we've got a chat about Secret of Evermore. I know, like you know, from a Gosoi perspective, like we considered Secret of Evermore. We probably should talk about it to some degree because it's such mm. an odd Square game, really, mm. given it was developed in US, but. Man, they just had banger after banger. It was so crazy. It's insane. Then you hit the PlayStation era and it was just almost crazy. We went up to another level for most other people. I I like all the sort of SNES RPGs a bit more. And I think they hold up a lot better in my view. But uh, Mm. it's crazy era, man. Crazy, crazy era. Mm. And you're right. It just kept going all the way to the early 2000s. It's like insane to me. Like I kind of didn't realize or forgot that Final Fantasy IX came out in 2000. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. It feels like a 90s game, like, of that era. So, anyway. And, yeah, the last one, surprise, surprise, it's another <laughs> Final Fantasy game. So this is the last on my list. So I only was able to pick it back up again yesterday, put a couple of hours into it, which is Final Fantasy X-2. So this is a game, we talked about Pile of Shame before. Like, I'm holding it up to the screen now. 
I've had this game on for PlayStation 2 since it came out. Played an hour of it back then, put it down. Then it got re-released for the HD remaster. So I played another hour of that like the other year, put it down again. So I've kind of been, it's a game that I've been dreading getting back to because if you want 100% it, you actually have to follow a walkthrough, which I hate. I hate having to do that with RPGs. And this game is probably the worst defender of it simply because it's just so, it, it's so non-linear, linear, sorry. Not, I'm not doing a stoic situation here. It's mm-hmm. non-linear. Um, and it's just, yeah, and it's weird. Like this is such a bizarre game and I don't know how I feel about it yet. The battle system is actually the first time they brought back the job system from Final Fantasy V in a Final Fantasy game. So back to back, I went from a job system in Final <laughs> Fantasy V to a job system in Final Fantasy X um, too. And it's actually active time battle as well. So unlike Final Fantasy X, which was a conditional turn-based or CTB system where you had as long as you liked to take turns, that is actually my favourite battle system of any Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy X. And so to to bring it back to ADB, I'm not sure how I feel because over the years I've started to appreciate truer turn-based games as opposed to ATB just because it just matches my style. But yeah, it's look, it's interesting the way they implement the job system they call dress spheres in this game where you can actually use, you set all the jobs on a board and then in battle you can move, move between them on the board and change classes mid-battle. And then if you pass certain like gates on the on the grid you get bonuses so it's like you're encouraged to actually change in battle to get bonuses like oh i get plus five percent strength because i moved from this class to this class it's pretty complicated honestly for to jump back into so i'll see how i land with this game um it is great getting back to the world of final fantasy 10 though i love that world but it's just such a weird game it's mm. so weird it looks pretty good for i mean it's obviously an older game now but it's, that's the to HD, me it still looks pretty good that's the hd remaster yeah this oh, is okay, the hd gotcha. remaster and it, it looks great the hd remaster yeah so. it looks really good can i make uh what might potentially be a small correction before we have to make a correction Ooh. next week uh, you said you had a copy of this since it launched however I may have noticed that you have a platinum version of the game, <laughs> well, which won't be a launch copy. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, so, so I thought him. I'd better clarify that. No, no, we that's, got that, him, boys. We got him. <laughs> got that's him. a good. That's a good point. But I will say that this game came out very late in the PlayStation's life, PlayStation 2's life cycle, it did, comparatively. Yeah. So they already had these ranges. This platinum range up and running at that point oh interesting so it didn't take long for it to get to this point so i should have like i used i was just just saying that willy-nilly but basically what i kind of meant was i had this game around the time when it was actually on ps2 as opposed to i picked it i started playing it for the first time five years ago years after the ps2 died but no that's a that's an important clarification thank you mike i appreciate that's good i I just didn't want i didn't otherwise you would have picked up on it no doubt and come back next week and gone oh because i don't like correct me if i'm wrong we don't really have that anymore like the platinum range Mm. ps4 had some we got the class yeah we do (sighs) PS4 really? still has it. Really? Yeah, PS4. I've got I've yeah. got some PS4 games <laughs> that them. have have some kind of like God of War. I, all those I have. Don't the mind it at all. I don't know why anyone gets worked up about. It. I know you get super worked up because about I it. like the original cases and stuff. I yeah, I get I like it. the it's, original artwork. Without they're like trying to all shame you. Shit on it. 
that destroy like oh, that. hits yeah yeah the yeah, hits okay. yeah platinum hit. and i don't know it's, at least now it's just a little thing there at the top but it's still something about it just doesn't i don't know yeah it's a little it annoying. ruins the original cover. it is a bit of a shame <laughs> thing isn't it it's like all right we're gonna discount this but we're gonna fuck up the box art just to yeah, I, know, I, know, I, know. <laughs> it's so annoying. Anyways, I mean, look at ghost of shishima for example it's artistic you know that it's it's a very artistic looking cover to me so i'll is. just I'll just say lots of Final Fantasy. It's going to be interesting when we get to our uh, feature next week about the news gaming resolutions because I have, as of this time, um, four and a half days, basically, to complete the entirety of Final Fantasy X-2. So it's going to be tough. Come on. It's going to be tough. I don't know, man. I played a lot of Final Fantasy this week. It's uh, I'm not going to lie. It's it's kind of burns you out after a while. It's a great. It's like a job. You're on a, you're you've got a job. No, it's more than a job. A job is only eight hours a day. Dude, I get paid. Thirty-five hours per game. You know, it's it's pretty rough. So. Yeah, but there's 160 hours in a week, so you know. I got four days. I don't even have a full week, dude. Yeah, that's that's 24 times four. What's that? 48 times two, seven. No. The funny Whatever, thing is, the the hundred percent completion—six hours. Yes, the hundred percent completion, which Whatever. is actually a thing in the game that has a completion percentage in ten two. You you can't skip cutscenes, even if I wanted to. Really, so, you can't skip cutscenes. That, that game would no. hate me. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Wow. You shouldn't play any Final Fantasy games past six. I think for that point. <laughs> and hey, like I was gonna say, let's go to the news, but we don't have any news this week. No. There's no nothing news. that goes past the, the big no threshold. News. We refuse to waste our viewers' time. Damn right. <laughs> it was... That's yeah, why I was, I was so long. I was waiting for some kind of news story, and the biggest news story is like, oh, Hades wins an award. So it's like, okay, well, we're not hey, doing hey, a segment don't on spoil, that. Don't spoil, don't spoil the one, the one win for the win. win. <laughs> All right, let's get into Which it. Which I'm... Yeah. Yeah, so poor Mike is still on the outer. This is a joke one, because we normally are supposed to have like 182 or three yep. words. But we don't even have that. We don't even have enough buffer news. Dude, yeah, I, I, struggle, heck, man? I struggled to make it 128 words. Oh, I, if you actually look at it, like I worded <laughs> things in a way that you could shorten and it still only got to 100. There was just no news this week. You could have added something to make it up. I had to do 200 words. You're doing 128. Mike, Mike we cut stuff out of, the, of it when uh, it's not like normally we have to cut stuff out. I was not going to add random stuff in. I'm All sorry. Right, like, uh, no, no, no. if it didn't, normally the threshold, okay, it's not big enough. It's not interesting enough to be a news story for us. Yeah, but you could have padded this the, wasn't, padded no, the Mike, mouth, no, you know? Mike. You, you go and check out the news this week. You would struggle to find anything. No, but I mean, each sentence could have been longer, you know. You could have You gone. need to do something different. They're you... also sticking to their guns. Like, Come on. You need to you need to like uh do one word each. Like Swinny does one word, then Mike does the next nah. word and you go back and I, forth. Mike, I considered trying to <laughs> find a way to meet it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like this is just at this point pointless. Like we it's give already you 30 pretty pointless. Let me give you thirty do, seconds then. Do you do want it. to try that? No, no. Do you want to try that? You do what you do one word, I'll do the next word. <laughs> no, no. Uh, come on, no. it'd be we funny. still we still need it to be listenable, so it's still um, listenable. All we'll right. Do, let's give it a crack. Have you got it have you got it lined up? I'm waiting for you. Okay. I changed my thing to say one min one min swing now. Okay, cool. All right. Supergiant Games' Hades has won the first ever video game Hugo Award Literary Prize. Recent trademarks are hinting at Bandai Namco remastering the cult classic Klonoa games. Embrace a group of acquired Dark Horse Comics, Perfect World, and other studios. 
Ubisoft have announced plans to hold an Assassin's Creed concert in Paris next October to celebrate the series' 15th anniversary. anniversary. They're also sticking to their guns on their new NFT cosmetic platform despite heavy backlash. The Mega 500 mini console will launch on 25th of March and all 25 included games have been revealed. After a short delay, the Pixel remaster of Final Fantasy VI now has a February release date. And lastly, there appears to be a Sonic Lego set on the way as part of their fan-submitted Lego ideas. Oh, range. you know. Oh, oh nah. I don't know. Nah, nah I reckon you failed that I one. I said range at the end. Yeah, uh, but the timer was already out. Yeah. yeah okay, I failed. It hit zero. If, if, you want, if you want me to fail. <laughs> I have a feeling I wasn't that gonna timer say, might I have wasn't been range, say, but okay. I wasn't going to say it any faster. <laughs> if you shorten the timer, then that doesn't count. Sweeney is so belligerent. I could see him yeah. go, he's skipping ahead. He's like, fuck that guy. I'm just going to read it as slow as possible. <laughs> I did not. I wasn't even looking at yours. Oh, I'm okay, reading the notes. I have to read the notes. I'm not looking at the screen. Uh, I skipped the timer like 30 seconds. <laughs> and you almost made they it. actually did it. I reckon I you, look, it was on the edge. It was on the edge. It might have just made it. I think if you so. noticed that it was only like 10 seconds, you would have actually made it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, you know, I never listen. I'm always like mucking around. I need to read through what the news is because I keep missing it each week. Honestly, the fact that I included the Assassin's Creed concert goes to show how slow the news week was. I think that's Sonic Lego. If it's real it does look pretty cool i'm not gonna get it but it does look pretty cool i like it by all accounts from what you hear like because it was previously kind of announced and stuff so i i fairly certain the image is real so. it looks like i said to you guys earlier offline it's the best fake i've ever seen in my life if that's mm. real that yeah, person should be is. employed by lego <laughs> like that is such a good fake if it, i if think it fake. is real so i think it's real too all right, one minute for the swin, another success for you, Swinney. Hopefully there's there's lots of news between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> to yeah, it. tell us how you go with the, the wood in your hand. Yes, Mike, move on. <laughs> the wood, indeed. All right, let's jump into uh, our special features. And to start it off with, the analog pocket is finally here. Hooray, Woo! it arrived successfully in Australia. Uh, so my quick review of the analog pocket Quick, uh, you've been waiting. We've been talking about yeah. this thing it's since good. the show started 65 episodes ago, and you're saying a quick review? Yeah. Plus, there's no news. I want an hour review of this <laughs> motherfucker. Okay. Uh, look, like, you know, I genuinely was going to go, it's great. All right, let's move on. <laughs> look, I love it. It's, it's you know, overall thoughts. I'd, I'd find it absolutely amazing that a company can, which which has been making hardware, to be fair, but to have something that's integrated hardware, display, like all-in-one kind of kit and caboodle, it is like phenomenal for such a small company to be able to produce something of this quality at this price point. It's It almost belies reality or like just sense because the, the quality, like, uh, you know, and you, you'll see it shortly, Mike, but... The quality of the device is just off the chain. It does not feel cheap at all. It feels genuinely like a Nintendo product or something like that, which, you know, Nintendo, I'm not saying it's like uh, luxury or high end or anything, but you know how Nintendo's kind of quality on their plastics and stuff like that. It's just, you know, they last and, you know, people mm. still can play Game Boys from 20, 30 years ago. So you know, just from a, a build quality perspective, unbelievable. I love the form factor. You know, I think I said before it got announced and it seemed like they were making this device um, that I would have preferred it to be more like a Game Boy Advance orientation, more like a landscape, the original Game Boy Advance. 
Um, but having said that, it's very much like built to play Game Boy games. Like that's the intention of it. And I kind of love the way it's actually been put together. From my perspective, I've got small hands. We always talk about this. Mike has big hands and Swinney has normal sized hands for our heights, which are almost all the same height. Um, <laughs> that for me, at least like the, the hand position of it, it's awesome. Like I was actually getting worried about the, the triggers being so kind of relatively high up. Cause if you look at in the sort of, you know, footage, mm. if you're watching on YouTube, mm. it's sort of like, they're very high up relative, like to like the grip position. I'm like, Ooh, I'm okay. getting a bit nervous about that. Cause other devices didn't have that orientation. Like the SP, it was a bit further down. But I've had no issues. I played Drill Dozer, which requires you to constantly use, especially the R trigger mm. or the L trigger, to be completely fine. Like, but no is that issues, about the same no distance cramp. as on a uh, full size controller? You reckon with the triggers? Nah, definitely not. Even longer like, distance because the hand orientation is just more comfortable. Like mm. I've got my oh, yeah. PS Five yep. controller here. Like I oh, know this is my P. Yeah, PS Five. Um, it's just. Yeah, no, because look at that, yeah, like where my yeah, thumb is yeah, to this, yeah, yeah. Mm. whereas this is like, mm. you know, it's like an inch away, you know, mm. or even more. Yeah, actually more than an inch. Interesting. But it's yeah. really comfortable. And cool. like I said, the screen and just the build quality is phenomenal. Like the screen itself is definitely the star of the show. It is like, like, you know, I'm a bit of a, I'm a, bit of a nerd. I was going to say I'm a total nerd. You know, like all this kind of stuff, I find it fascinating, interesting, super cool. But it's it's funny to see people who don't give a shit about this at all, like family and friends and stuff, and go, hey, play around with this. Like, and I didn't tell them what it was or anything, and I boot up, like, Tetris or something like that, and they're like, what the fuck? This looks crazy. Like, they'll play it, mm -hmm. and they're just like, what is this? Like, because it looks, it looks like what your, your perspective of what the Game Boy looked like. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. actually pick up a Game Boy, and by the way, like, the size of it is pretty much exactly like a mm. original Game Boy, but the thickness is thinner, um, which I love again, because um, I think if it was say, small, I wouldn't like it. You say perspective of what you thought it was like back then. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, this thing is shit. <laughs> I love the Game Boy, uh, but oh my no, no, God. No, 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 I'm saying... Trying to, trying to see that screen sometimes is so horrible. Yeah, no, but that's like at the moment but i'm saying the kind of rose colored glasses that you have with time and yeah. you start to go oh that was awesome and then you go back and pick up an original game boy advance and you're like what the fuck is wrong with the color oh, game like boy no advance color well. and, yeah yeah like they're all mm. bad like so many of them are bad to be fair um but it it, it kind of does a, a it, it almost replicates a rose colored perspective of what the screen is and because it's so many pixels it's like 10 times the resolution of the game boy it actually uses like rows of pixels to simulate the dots so it makes it look like it's a dot screen i'll, I'll see if i can pick up some of it on um on camera but and and the sound i you know this is such a nuanced point and like we're gonna go deep on this because we're gonna go for an hour but mm -hmm. i get so pissed off with devices where i can't bring the sound down really really low like, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that. You probably don't have that need, but, like, I'll need to, like, turn it really low so my wife and baby or whatever can't hear it, right? And I always find that, you know, I just can't turn things low enough. Can, can you guys make that out at all? In terms yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. The screen is just crazy. Because the Digital Foundry did a really good in-depth review on the screen specifically. Yeah, it's, that was it's really psycho. interesting. Because it also is different for Game Boy Color. They do this thing where they replicate the red, green, Sorry. blue sort of vertical pixels that 
a Game Boy Color has. And then the Game Boy Advance, they also do like a tile style, which is also very much like the SP-101. Um, but yeah, I think that was always the true test for me, just watching people play it and just go, whoa, this is like sick. And, you know, it just like works seamlessly. My wife who loves Tetris to bits, like she was playing this for like ages. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's just like really amazing to me that they pulled this off. Like how, like for their first, you know, console that has actually got a screen. So that's a whole nother level of like challenge and the price point they've hit. And yeah, sure. They've bumped it up to 10%, which is like to 220 US. It's still reasonable. It's insane. I like generally don't understand how they've priced it like this. I think people are more than willing to pay at least another hundred, maybe another two hundred, and it wouldn't even not sell out. So it's so it's so funny watching the all because when it hit, obviously all the reviews hit, all the big yeah. channels, um, and even IGN and that. Um, and reading the comments of people like, "Oh, this like two hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, like I can get something off Alibaba for like twenty yeah. bucks. It's going to play thousands of games and it's like the ignorance of people not understanding what they think they obviously don't watch the video because the videos all explain exactly what it is it's fpga mm. it's not yeah. emulation the screen the high quality components and build it's kind of just been ridiculous to see just the ignorance on display honestly yeah more, and than, I think more like, than usual more than usual yeah for sure for sure and it, this whole thing is really niche right and for oh, most yeah. people, like a Raspberry Pi, like I built a Raspberry Pi for my wife's dad and he still just plays that. And I even show him this and he goes, why would I want that? I already got that Raspberry Pi. You got every game, mm. right? He doesn't mm. give a shit if it's not accurate or not, right? He also owns all those games. Like, yeah, of course. He's got a huge course. library. He got it from Hong Kong where a lot yes. of legitimate games were sold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I sort of go, like I just need to have that sort of, knowledge and you know i do feel it even on the emulators and stuff like that it's like oh i just want it to be like pretty much a one-for-one one. and this is what this thing does like and it does it in spades like it's it it's just really crazy it's because you know i've got a game boy i've got a behind me actually like a game boy micro and my advance and ds and all like i pretty much have all their handhelds but it's just so cool to have something that you can play any of those games and you know probably moving into some of the, you know, less good things. Like my number one thing that I get pissed off with analog, right. Is they have shipping everywhere around the world, right? Like they, you know, us is their biggest market, but it's not like a, you know, 80%. It's probably 50% or probably less than 50%. Right. And they freaking ship you like number one, they don't ship you like a power brick. If you just buy the pocket by itself. Right. Which I'm kind of okay with in a way, but it annoys me that it's a USB-C to USB-C cable. So that means you need to have a power brick that has a USB-C output. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to just like put any kind of a adapter in there. And then with the dock, which you, it's like, a, it's really expensive. It's like a hundred US dollars, right? That's really expensive for what it is. They give you a power brick and it's only a US adapter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is such bullshit, man. Like, no but they one don't does even this. give you like the little plastic bits nah. to convert it. Wow, that's that's. And honestly, shit. man, like I know they're a really small company, and I've run a small company before, but they've got to change that shit. That's really fucking annoying. Because I literally was like, great, now I can't use this, and I don't have anything but, that delivers the kind of power that's required. Uh, to right, I was dock. gonna say you can't just use the Nintendo Switch. No, 
Because you need to, del- like, you like number one, I don't mm. want to be buying all this shit and then trying to go, oh, yeah, I'll just power it with, like, you know, 15 watts when it's asking for, like, 18 or, you know, in different amp and all this other kind of stuff. It's just not worth it, right? I'm like, what a dumb decision that would be, you know, get all mm. this kind of stuff and then blow it up or something. So I ended up having to buy one of those travel adapters to, mm. like, convert the US to Australian, which is fine because it consumes 240 volts, fine. But it's just like, what a shitty like experience, right? It's mm. like, oh, okay, I can't do this. Oh, I gotta go. Mm. I'm like, dude, like, why would they even ship it like this? It doesn't and make sense to me. To be clear, I think they do say that. They say but it. Yeah, it's not good. It. It's not good, regardless. It, so. It's just, it doesn't, you don't need to do that. Like, you know, no device apart from like these kind of bespoke devices these days come like that. They all come with those like little uh, drop in sort of, you know, adapters that you're talking about. I think my latest iPhone didn't come with it. I think it just came with the cable from memory. No, no, but I'm saying that's different if you just give the cable. If you give the cable, it's like, okay, you got to, you know, that's understandable to a degree, right? But if you give a power brick, it's got to have to have the adapter or have the Australian adapter or have like a UK adapter or Hmm. China or whatever, right? It's stupid to just have, here's the US one for the whole world. And it's like shipping internationally. Hmm. And then going on to that second point, the shipping, man. Oh. Fuck the shipping of analog, man. Fuck them with mm. their shipping. It sucks. It, was it you know, ninety dollars FedEx, a, which is it like shit. ninety dollars Australian or something? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. No, right? it's ninety dollars US. US, sheesh. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. I, like, I hate their shipping. I hate the way they do it. They use FedEx, which sucks in Australia. Like, I was so paranoid because I've had the like number one company in Australia that I have had the most issue with is Careers Please. They're the worst. Never use them. If anyone mm. uses them, I literally avoid companies that use them. I'm like, I'll never order anything from a company that uses Couriers, please. But FedEx is second worst. And they're just horrible. Like, and it was sitting in, like, it it took ages to get to Australia, in my opinion. Like, for how much money you spend on, like, express shipping to take, like, 10 days or whatever it was. But it actually sat in, like, a distribution center, like, like 10 kilometers from my house for, like, three days. Yeah, well, that's, that's not unfortunate. That's FedEx. It's not. It's uh, horrible. Analog's fault. Yeah. Well, no, well, it is because they they're using that service to ship. Mm. It's not. It's not good. I'm not excusing it all. It is obviously also Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Sure, so, but I've ordered literally ordered things from America after this had already been shipped and it arrived before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is like supposedly the highest express mm-hmm. fastest. You know, you can pay. It's just I, I. To me, you can't excuse it, man. Like they just. They're really bad. Like people in America are still waiting for their, their orders to come. And yeah, just kind of like that part really annoys me. But outside of those two things, like I'm maybe, you know, I think people would call me an analog shill, but <laughs> it, it's interesting, right? Like it's very beta for like a product that's like released. From a software standpoint. Yeah. From kind of like the whole experience, right? Like you turn it on and I'm fine with that kind of stuff, but I don't think... This is how I'll say it. This device to me is literally built for Swinny, right? <laughs> and I don't say that as a criticism at all, right? Like, Sounds like what I would it, it's like. like, it's meant to work. You open the box, like the, the right experience for the pocket is just buy someone a pocket, open the box. They've got a whole bunch of Game Boy games that they've had as a kid or Game Boy Advance. Mm. They plug it in, they play, right? But you boot it up and it's like, oh, update the firmware. 
It's like, dude, come on. This is like not plug and play. Like a Super NT or or their other products that they've had. The oh, dock, it says, it tells yeah, you to update it. Yeah. Wow, okay. I don't think that will happen for you. So you ordered a... Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I don't know if we've spoken about this on the show. You've ordered a pocket and so have you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So mine will arrive in 2023. Mike's will arrive sometime in court Q1 next maybe year. maybe earlier. Um, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like... I think for you, like they'll obviously have the updated version and everything and it'll be plug mm. and play. But for me, that's what I'm saying. It feels like a, be- a beta version. It's like I boot it up and I could have played it straight away, but it does say you should update the firmware. But the dock, you had to update the firmware. It doesn't work unless you update the firmware. So that's launch. crappy. And yeah. I'm like, this is this is dodgy, right? And even when you, I just turned it off, but I should have left it on. Even when you turn it on, right? Its main screen actually has like these features, but two of them are grayed out because it's just not available. Ah. So like you go play cartridge or like it's library and memories, but you can't access them. <laughs> so the thing is, I think those are sacrifices that most people would be willing to mm-hmm. handle considering they would have had to delay it longer to probably get that stuff in. in there. Yeah, but this is where I'll... Because I'm normally pretty fair to analog i think like overall or maybe like maybe too lenient on them like versus everyone else because you know i was very like oh look if they need to delay it there's a lot of stuff happening with chip shortages all this other stuff this has got nothing to do with chip shortages like having core features missing from the pocket right like i can't plug in my analog dock to my DAC, and so what the DAC does is i can then plug it into a crt so i actually want to plug in like to play Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on my CRT, right? I can't do that, even though it's meant to be able to do that. They only said this a few months ago. It's not going to be able to do it on launch, right? Like all of these things are not like chip shortage. We've got nothing to do with the chip shortage, right? So like, would they have actually been ready like to ship it earlier this year? I don't think so. Based on mm-hmm. like where the OS is at, it's, it's not buggy. I haven't had like any bugs. It's just you can see that there's a lot of core features that are sitting to the side. Um, and the other one is, you know, I was speaking about this the other day and I was actually thinking about Mike. I'm like, what are you even going to play on this, Mike? Because you can't jailbreak it or anything. Mm-hmm. You can't hack it. You can't jailbreak it. What are you actually going to play? Do you have Game Boy games? I've got some DS games, but no Game Boy games. <laughs> he can, yeah, he can, borrow, some, he can borrow Metroid uh, Fusion from me. Yeah, that'll I'll borrow some. No, I was going to pop into my local cashies. And just, I don't think they were Game Boy games. Or some like some do, yeah. Really? I've I've looked oh. around. Some of them do, yeah. So okay. that was my that was my plan anyway. Just get some because they're, they're going to release the one point one firmware supposedly next month, January. Mm. Um, and they still haven't like you know they do this thing where it's like unofficially the firmware gets jailbroken. You can load ROMs from the SD card, and it just magically appears like a week after release every single time. That has not happened this time. And, you know, people are like either number one, freaking out, or number two, speculating that they're waiting for the 1.1 release, mm. which kind of makes more sense in my opinion. But And just a heads up, Mike, there are so many dodgy repro carts on eBay. Look, some of them, they might be fine, but just beware that if a Game Boy game is like $10 on, on eBay, I know you're smart with eBay, you're way smarter than me, but... Just, I, yeah. I don't think you bought those stuff, that stuff off eBay. Like, even good friend of the show, Joe Jives, 
I think he remembered he he was mm. buying some like Game Boy uh, Super Mario Brothers Advance games, and they were just like the dodgiest repros ever. So yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd be really and that was years ago. So it's probably worse now. Yeah, mm. so I would record yourself opening them up and checking the actual chips because they can damage like a normal Game Boy, and definitely they could damage the pocket. Oh, um, wow. okay. But you know, like I've kind of got I said a few of the the things that are a bit annoying with it, but outside of that like it's it's freaking awesome it actually blows my expectations out of the water it wow it pretty much like hits every beat that it promised it would like at, at the core level which is plug in a game boy game it works plug in a game boy advanced game it works and it's just the screen is sick the sound is super loud the controls i know like a lot of people are bitching about the controls they're totally uh, fine, man. Yeah, like question, the what's the D-pad like? Yeah. It's, it's like not the greatest D-pad, but it's like, you know, A-tier D-pad, B-tier, high B at worst, right? It's, okay. look, it's way better than, you know, like I'm just trying to compare, like way better than the Switch Pro D-pad. I hate that D-pad. Wow. Okay. It's, it's a good cool, D-pad cool. and like the buttons are clicky. Like, I, I don't know, like I've had no issues and I get very pedantic with this stuff. Hmm. My whole concern with this, honestly, was... I don't, and this is very old old now, but originally the middle buttons were meant to be right underneath, like vertically. Yeah, aligned. I remember seeing screens there. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing that going, oh my God, that would be so annoying. if the, like, mm. That's the one thing I was like, damn, I almost think I'll wait for a revision. Do they move it? Because it's not going to, it's horrible to have it there, but they moved it before they manufactured okay, it. Okay, cool. So. The, the only thing, and this is super finicky, and maybe when I see it in person, I'll change my mind. And I don't know if it's a requirement, but then putting that little FPGA kind of thing on the bottom left, isn't there? Is there something on the bottom? Or was that a sticker? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's an yeah. embossed thing. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm like, did they need to put that there? It just felt a little un, you know, like unnecessary. That's just yeah, a little cleaner without it, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. just a personal thing. Yeah, I, look, I get it. I think the whole point is, I don't mind it, to be honest. And I think, like, when you see it in person, the yeah. design language is like it's just off the chain like mike will really appreciate it mm-hmm. like even if you open it up you need a tri-wing screwdriver mm-hmm. it, like they have like heaps of stuff underneath it is like, it how he- how heavy is it is it it's hefty but it's does do you know i don't know if you've got a game boy to mm-hmm. compare it to but is it heavier than an okay okay old it game feels boy? like a, a dual shock controller oh that's like, pretty like light it's, about, then. it's probably lighter actually when i feel oh, okay. okay yeah that's cool yeah, no, it's about the same weight, if not lighter than DualShock. I've got the DualShock pretty hefty. It's like a chunky boy. So it's not, it's, yeah, it's probably about the same as a Game Boy-ish from memory, but it's thinner. But it, I, I didn't, I've played it for hours and I haven't had any issues. No one said, wow, this thing's really heavy. You know, that immediate reaction mm. of like, mm. Jesus, like what the hell is this thing? Um, but no, like I said, man, it's freaking sick. Like I'm super happy with it. It's a little bit beta, like, you know, the... The dock is pretty cool, but like some of the controllers don't work on it yet. They updating, you know, being the animal that I am, I have like so many controllers, so I could test out a whole bunch of different ones. Um, so yeah, I was able to use one of my old Bluetooth ones and that seemed to work fine, but my 2.4 gigahertz one doesn't work, uh, which is a bit more responsive, but they're saying that's going to be updated. So yeah. Now, just going through the stuff that's available on the pocket, that's the last thing I wanted to round out before we go on to uh, Worms, is mm-hmm. my opinion, it's like, I just feel like the actual pocket is the star of the show and you kind of don't need anything else. 
right? Like that's the thing that is just like mm. insane value for money, in my opinion. It's inssanely cool. As and in, it, you don't need the dock in. Well, the I'll other go through each one, but I okay, just right, like right, right. headline is, you know, the pocket itself. And then if you've got a bunch of like Game Gear games, Turbo Graphics sixteen, Links, Neo Geo Pocket, obviously that's like get the adapter. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like the pocket itself is amazing. But going to the dock, it's like. Like, I do like the dock, and I will use it. I've used it already. But it's very much like a... I would think about whether you use the Switch in docked or portable mode. If you're mostly portable, I wouldn't get a dock, in my opinion. Right? But if you do play a lot, like, of Switch docked, and that's your kind of pattern and style, then, yeah, probably would make sense to grab one. It works really, really well. It's very similar to a Switch. Like you just kind of okay. have it on, plop it in, and then it switches over to the TV exactly where you were. It's like I said, it's amazing a company this small can achieve this much, right? And that's kind of why I really wanted a dock because the, I would I want to play through Golden Sun one and two again. So I've kind yeah. of been when kind of this it's a good opportunity to go back to a lot of those games, mm-hmm. and I, they're the kind of games I'd like to play on a TV. I'm probably not going to play something like dr mario and puzzle league on game Boy advance nah. on tv like that's a handheld game you know so yeah no for sure and just on that like i um like the game boy advance has such a cool library of medium-sized games where mm. they're still pretty chunky games but like perfect for someone like me who like with a family i just like i can't have too many games which are hundreds of hours long like it just i just mm. You know, that's why I've got Red Dead Redemption too. You know, just yeah. <laughs> so I can play these kinds of. But you have to spend hundreds on that, <laughs> and, a su- and a surprisingly decent version of Tekken on Tekken Advance. It's shockingly oh, really? decent. I tried that. Yeah, no, I like. I can't believe how decent that game was. Yeah, okay, and I'm then moving on to the, to the hard case. So the pocket hard case. And by the way, I got everything because I'm just an animal, right? But the pocket hard case is a big L for me. It's like, hmm, like. Even for traveling, I would never use it for traveling. Wow, I would that's never the only that's the only Where's reason that? I got it just as a like if I need to take it somewhere. I think it would guarantee crack if you took it. Wow, so what's I, the point? Got, Is it just yeah. a display thing? I've, I've got both of them right for my one pocket that I have, um, and that's magically changing colors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got Weird. the the multicolor one. It's very ninety style. It's an um, OBS overlay. It looks cool. Plug-in. Like the hard case looks freaking cool. I see heaps of people on the forums, <laughs> they're in a rush and they stick it on back to front. And if you do that, so you, cause you can, it, it only goes one direction, right? So mm. you can't, you're not meant to be able to stick it this way. It doesn't like, you kind of have to jam it. I don't really know how they've done it, but you have to jam it. But if you do do that, it, they reckon it doesn't come off and they've had to either crack the case <laughs> The, or done the a, screen gets cracked. They've done a, uh, no. a grade. They've graded their analog pocket <laughs> water style. Water style. <laughs> they've slabbed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I it think, looks really cool. I like the, the, no, the it's case minimal, looks amazing. If, it's if, clean. If you're gonna be like Mike and just buy it and put it up on the shelf and never play it, beautiful. Uh-huh. Get the case. I'll sell you a case, right? Okay. But outside of that, I've used it and I'm like, oh my god, I can't take this around because it's gonna crack for sure. The case. Or it's going to smash the actual pocket inside somehow. So it's a a big fat L for me. The tip is that everyone's saying uh, 3DS XL, any case that fits that will fit the pocket fine. So I've actually ordered some 3DS XL Mm -hmm. cases because they're still cheap. Oh, that's good. I've still got my 3DS XL case. Yeah, so try that out. Check that out. Tempered glass screen. So I'm just going through the store right now. Like the thing, I, I got both of them on. Thankfully, they are 
pretty much perfectly aligned. Like people look at it and they go, oh shit, okay, I didn't know there was a, a screen on top of it. You got both of them on on your one pocket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. true. Yes. Um, and it's like, <laughs> oh man, you know, I, I'm very torn about the screen. Like I don't put, like for clarity, like I don't put screens on my actual iPhones. <laughs> so it's oh. bizarre that I'm putting it on a pocket, but... Can I just say something? Sorry about screens. Yeah. I put screen protectors on for the first time ever on devices yesterday. Yeah. Right? I've, I've never put screen protectors on any other yeah, device. Yeah. Never really had a need. Um, but I bought switch lights for my uh, nieces and nephews. And I'm mm. like, well, I'm going to put screen protectors yeah, on that's, this. That's and oh my God, screen protectors are the most. Specifically, there was one that was like really flexible. <laughs> Yeah. Biggest pain in the ass to yeah. put those things oh, on. There's, a, there's an art to it, man. Oh yeah. my god! And then I'd use one of the like harder yeah. ones. I'm like, oh, this one's so much easier. Yeah, the glass ones. You've got to go with the glass ones. The glass ones are much better. Anyway, yeah. I just yeah. wanted to rant that screen protectors are sometimes. One of the holes. tricks is I always do it after a shower because the steam, <laughs> the steam. I'll just power through it. The steam actually takes all the dust out and yeah. it actually like eliminates dust as a, a factor. That's only one factor. Aligning it is like a nightmare. Like I have to put heaps of lights around it and then just like make sure I've got it like lined up. Cause I'm nuts. I'll like see it and it's off center. I'm like, fuck, I got to get a new one. And I used to be like that. And I just don't care as long as there's no bubbles in the middle. Yeah. Of the I'm screen. trying not to care about that stuff <laughs> as much. Now with the screen protector, I'm kind of a bit like probably a pass on it. I did put it on both on my one, sorry, my one black and white one. Um, they're really expensive and they only mm. give you one glass screen protector every screen protector i've ever bought has two yeah because you always screw the first one correct and it's like that actually made it feel like so much more pressure now i played it without it and with it you can't really tell the difference so tick from that perspective but i'm a bit of dubious on that in terms of the fast charging USB-C power supply that comes with the dock by the way so if you're ordering a dock you don't need to add that to your order Mm-hmm. And, like I kind of put an L on that because it only is the US style so it's just better to mm. buy an Australian one that already has the adapter on it I've already said all the adapters like if you have those consoles big fat W on them and, and then also the pocket to pocket link cable I'd highly recommend picking one of those up you can use the original link cable like the Game Boy link cable or the Game Boy Advance one but it's always good to get like a new one of those just because like it, it seems pretty high quality but and if then, you're not planning to ever link it to another one, yeah, that's, well, that's a factor, of course, right? That's yeah, a factor. But yeah. I'll just yeah. say, sorry, if you have I'm, two, then you definitely would want it. Oh so. yeah, that hard case on on analog site, they say impact resistant transparent case. So if you're, I trust you more than that. The wording, but that's interesting. They put impact resistant. Yeah, I'm sure it's impact resistant, but like it, it's super hard plastic. To be fair to them, but I just mm. would not. Even my wife was like, don't, don't like bring it in the case. It will smash for sure. Mm. Like it, you just feel it and you're like, oh, this is not going to go. This is not going to last mm. if I use this. Um, and then, yeah, I, I can't really comment about the nano loop stuff. I've mucked around with it a little bit, but I don't have like a keyboard and all that other kind of or synthesizers. So yeah, like I think ultimately like the pocket is a big fat W and then it's like the dock, it's really up to you. Like if, if you're going to play it docked, and you definitely know you will, I would recommend people don't buy it if they're not 100% certain that they're going to put it on the big screen. Because mm. it's like the screen itself as well is so amazing. It's almost like... It's the center, centerpiece, right? Yeah, you don't want to put it That's on the dock. Because right? yeah. it, it shows up all the flaws of the game so much more extremely, mm. like on the big screen. So 
That's no. our review of the analog pocket. I have two is there questions. any questions? Yes, yes. Go yeah, on, I have go, two go, questions go. about it. So this thing is called the analog pocket. Yeah. So my two questions are, number one, nothing analog about it, is there? It's it's all a digital stick, <laughs> digital buttons, not analog sticks. It's got, it's got analog components. I'll, I'll say something okay. about analog. That, see the, uh, you know the analog logo, the yeah. dot and the dash? Is that analog? Yeah. No, you know, the dot and the dash. That is Morse yeah. code for A. Ah, that is really also cool. A for analog. Wow. So that like is, the, that the, is awesome. The weird like level that. of detail that, that this really, company really cool. goes to, they're crazy. And the second question I have is, it's called the analog pocket. It can't have be pocketed. You... Okay, right. So it's, it's neither analog nor it's fitting big. into your pocket. Got it. Well, it, if it's the same size as the Game it Boy. It be called a digital it purse. If it depends on how big your pockets are. It's true. The Game Boy was the same. The Game Boy was thicker, though, so that was even harder. <laughs> That's what yeah, but saying. they never called it the Game Boy Pocket. But know, they showed people putting they never it called their it, They never called it oh, Game yeah, Boy the Pocket. Game yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the Game Boy Pocket was smaller. so It was a lot smaller, yeah, a lot yeah. thinner and a lot um, less thick. Just, a, just also the fact is the you can still actually get this as well. So yes. I, hmm. I'm on the Saw site that. now. Just know that any pre-orders you make now would be 2023 um I guess delivery wherever, whenever in 2023 they haven't said. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I oh. think one thing that's really interesting about it is they've removed the Super NT and the Mega SG completely from the store. So previously it was like you either pre-order mm. or you could buy mm. it and now they're all gone. And even the DAC that I own is gone as well. So I'm like, mm. oh, that's a bit like weird. So yeah, it looks like they're going to have to focus on the pocket for a while, just given the demand that it has. I think it was like over 50,000 orders when they opened it up again. And that was on top of the, whatever the, you know, first run. Backlog, yeah. 15,000 or so orders potentially. Mm. So very popular boy. Um, But yeah, no, it's awesome. I'm very happy. If they're going to open this up and there'll be a a crack for it, I guess, um, I could see the popularity going up even more. Yeah, Being able to play SNES on it and stuff like that would be oh, amazing. Like, that will definitely happen. Um, it is funny, though, how many people bought it with no games, just expecting that it will have a jailbreak straight away. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, going crazy on the forums. Like, where the hell is this jailbreak? <laughs> I've got nothing to play. It's just sitting there doing Can't nothing. I'm like, it. who would buy this without having any Game Boy games mm-hmm. or Game Boy Advance games? It's a very strange person. So, yeah, I don't know who I would do such highly, things. Highly, Someone highly, highly recommend. The cash converters system. or their friends can lend them games. <laughs> highly, highly recommend it. Love it. Uh, surprised it lives up to my expectations. So that's uh, that's our awesome. review of the Analog Pocket. And now we'll move on to our first Game of Summer of the Year 1995 nominee feature where we're taking a closer look at the classic arterial warfare romp. <laughs> Artillery. Artillery, I know. I know. Artillery? <laughs> Mr. Stoic Boy. Uh, Team 17's Worms. So we, I think we're planning to play this like five or six times during this week and we played it once. But even we though we played, played, played single games. player as well. Yeah. It, was, it was very enjoyable. Uh, Swinny, do you want to take a bit of this away? Yeah, so this is the original Worms, you know, as we mentioned, came out in 1995. So it came out on a bunch of platforms, not all in 1995, but most famously Amiga, Amiga uh, CD32, PC, of course. Also got a Game Boy release, came out in Genesis on the SNES or Mega Drive. Um, Came out on the PlayStation Saturn as well. And this game is one that 
is it's just thinking about this game is like just takes me back to you know like i'd say childhood but it's more like you know like early early teenager that's when it was this is like you know one of those classic games of swinney and you know i was playing it around at your house um indigo and i never owned this game because i never had oh, a really? pc that would probably <laughs> run it for ages um that's crazy. I, was, I still had an amstrad probably around this time game came mm. out um but i also used to play it at other friends houses as well and so i played this game a lot uh it's developed by team 17 uh specifically created by uh, a guy called andy davidson so a bit of an interesting story about how he put this together so he was trying to create a version of uh a game called artillery oh, i thought it was q basic gorillas so we'll, we'll get <laughs> we'll get into that stuff a little bit mike um and he actually ripped the graphics from lemmings and it was originally called ah. uh lem artillery his original version <laughs> of it and so he and then obviously he knew okay when he tried to create a commercial product from this and he you know he obviously got publishing by team 17 from it uh he also changed it at, at one point it was called total warmage a wormage yeah. uh based on that's pretty uh, good actually total that's carnage good, yeah. the, the action you know arcade game and obviously it landed on worms but yeah, this is developed by Team Seventeen, published by Ocean Software, and a bunch of other publishers across the different platforms. And yeah, well, as Mike was going to say, you know, this is an artillery game. Uh, it's kind of a genre like turn-based artillery. You've got games like Q, Q Basic Gorillas, which I didn't realize was actually made by Microsoft. I thought <laughs> I had no idea, but um, and probably one. Of, it wasn't the first game in that kind of genre. One that you'd kind of say, I think it's called, uh, where is it? I've got it listed here. Oh, there's a name for this genre. Yeah, so they're basically (laughs) turn-based artillery games. And the I think the first game of that type, according to Wikipedia, came out in 1972. So this genre hasn't got a lot of games in it, but it's been around for a long time. But the popular, most popular ones, other than Worms, are Scorched Earth is really, really well known. And as Mike mentioned, gorillas or Q-Basic gorillas. And you would say, look, Worms is easily the most popular <laughs> series and biggest selling out of any of them. If you don't include something that's kind of more like a on a tangent puzzle-wise like Angry Birds, it's a different style of game, but there's still some people to bundle that in with the artillery genre. But yeah, this game is just, you know, it's the first game in a series that had 13 mainline games up until Ooh. the most recent one. Heaps of spin-offs, special re-releases. Even the original Worms got a director's cut. Um, and yeah, it's just a game I absolutely love. And I'm happy to give a quick overview of anyone that doesn't know gameplay-wise what well, yeah. the game is. Before you <laughs> go on, though, I just realized I, I actually made... What do you call these games? Uh, arterial... Artillery. 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 What? Warfare? Well, they're turn-based artillery games. Turn-based. I made a game like this at uni, actually. Yeah. So it was like... You're, it's a 3D game and it was like on a planet with gravity and you could shoot like the bazooka or go around the planet like, and use <laughs> oh, gravity awesome. that way. It was actually really sick when I think about it and it would deform the planet. So like mm. the tank that you're on and everything like that. I should have saved that. Like well, I keep all this other crap saved on my NAS, but then I delete stuff like that. It makes no sense. Yeah, there's definitely, there's companies that's, that Worms themselves as well have has tried this where they've taken like a 3D approach and it's always had varying levels of success like i think mm. the 2d style is what just generally works for this kind of genre but for anyone that's never played any kind of worms like 2d worms or the original 
um, yeah, I'll give a quick overview, yeah. I guess, like what the game is. So there's basically two to four teams of these little worms on a battlefield and you can name you can custom name them all so whether or not you're you can even name the cpu teams if you want so basically like i like naming my worms based off arnold schwarzenegger movies mike likes naming them after rude words according to the <laughs> other the other day but basically you take turns so that's where the turn-based part comes in um and it swaps between the teams of different worms on the teams each turn and you only have about 60 seconds to move around you can adjust the timer if you want um but you can obviously take actions in that term. So whether or not that's shooting a bazooka or, or you know, using a teleport or something. And you have a big arsenal of weapons available to you. And obviously the objective is to wipe out the other teams. So each worm has about 100 health by default. Uh, weapons generally do set damage. So a bazooka that hits straight on will do about 50. Uh, dynamite, I think about 70. But the idea is, well, if you shoot uh, a worm off a cliff and they bounce around, they'll take additional um fall damage so it's like combo damage so the idea is obviously i'm going to position this to knock them out in one hit but you can also instant kill the worms by shooting them off a screen or knock him into the water which is often the way that most of basically the game will start and then half the worms will die in like the first turn because <laughs> they're positioned on a cliff and you just knock them off or something um there's a lot i've mentioned there's lots of weapons um like so for the bazooka for instance you manually aim you hold down the button to power them you've got a factor in wind it shows a little bar you can see in the the footage on on youtube if you're watching on youtube um but then other weapons you'll just place them like dynamite you'll place it and you've got a certain amount of time to run away before it explodes you've got weapons like shotgun and uzi that don't aren't affected by wind but the shotgun for instance give you two shots so you can be strategic like i'm going to shoot that worm reposition myself in a safer place and then take the second shot or something like that but then you got other cool abilities like ninja rope um and the bungee to basically traverse you again you've only got 60 seconds but you can you can move around quite a bit in those 60 seconds and they're just stuff like yeah like teleports you can build girders as like barrett to barricade yourself in or to create bridges you can use a blowtorch or a drill to drill into the terrain so often in the games we played this week they all ended up the same way which is one of us <laughs> turtling ourselves into the terrain and then, and then like the other person <laughs> had to figure out how the hell to get in there without opening themselves up to like a counter attack the next turn so that's the thing is you've got to be careful where you are the next turn because obviously you don't want to get someone to easily kill you after you've done your turn the only other stuff like the game is pretty simple but there's a lot of strategy to it um they will you can there's weapon drops that might drop every now and then and give you extra super special weapons like banana bombs sheep that are like bouncing dynamite that you can trigger at will whenever they hit get near the enemy um and there's also health crops uh, crates that might drop every now and then so and a lot of these settings you can change just like customizing the team names you can change a lot of the weapon frequency you can change whether or not there's booby trapped crates you can change the timing of the game the sudden death you can turn that on and off so all in all it's a pretty straightforward game but it's just fun and they give you it's almost like endless amount of levels because it's generated based mm. on um i think it's like alphanumeric strings and so if you find a level you like you can write that down or and then basically just play that level in the future if you wanted to but it's like uh, minecraft right exactly and it's they've got different themes as well so it's not always the same thing you see on the screen at the moment there's like junkyards forests it's even like levels set in hell and i think uh, they had like christmas ones in a in a, an edition they made and stuff like that so 
yeah look that's the honestly that's all the game is but it's just fun it's it reminds fun. me a bit of like smash brothers where the fun is in the emergent gameplay from it it's like yeah. here's the universe that you're in mm. and then you find the fun yourself just with stupid shit you do or dumb stuff you do like you have to definitely laugh at yourself in this game yeah i don't think it's about precision or anything like that but it no. can get like that after a while if you play it a lot and it's it's graphics are super simple so they mentioned lemmings before it is very lemming like yeah like even the characters look like they're like worms but they look like lemmings um or like cannon fodder like those really cool yeah. pixel small pixel characters um but and the music's the music's cool but my favorite thing is probably like the little voice quips that the the worms will play and you can change the voices of your teams but just like they're burning my brain like oh no incoming and things like yeah. that they're just like even uh, even years and years later they're uh, still burning my brain now classic i gotta say and, the music doesn't register at all in my head and we just played nah. it the other day but yeah the you're thing, right the, the special effects and just yeah. like the sound of like the mines like that they real clinking sound like all of that that really stays in my head uh, i like the main menu the theme the main menu theme's pretty cool but everything else is pretty I'm not even sure if i remember okay. it to be honest oh, i love it, it doesn't stick in my head yeah it's timeless and it really is and even to this day for such an old game it's still fun it's still playable it's still just just perfect there's 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 probably nothing other than obviously improving improving the graphics right that you wouldn't necessarily change about this game you know what i mean it's just so solid that that to me there's nothing really bad about it that needs an overhaul i'm gonna say this and you guys are gonna hate me but I just feel like this is the exact game you'd make a free-to-play game. Just mm. like, hey, you just play it. It's in the browser or whatever. It's free. And then you pay for, like, your outfits because, you know, that's the one thing. Or the graves and all that kind of stuff. Like, I find it surprising that no one plays this style of game or it just doesn't register. It's They do release the game, so obviously they're selling to some degree, but it just doesn't... I don't know. I never see it come up any time, like, on mm. the various youtubers i watch and streamers and everything like that since worms armageddon was probably the last time where i mm. think it really made a bit of, like there's been lots of games since then but that game did make an impact i'm not a big fan of the worms 2 style graphic changes but i think some of the stuff are added in those later games like i played a lot of worms armageddon on 64 but i actually played most of it single player which is not obviously the best way to play worms like the, especially the original the ringles the original is basically okay multiplayer or bust but the holy hand grenade they introduced in worms 2 and beyond is, is still one of the classic stuff but you're right it's it would be a game that where cosmetics would work really well um but the great part is that other than the fact that the versions you can play these days are a little crappy in terms of playing the original um it's still so much fun to play. It's a game that's aged so well. Yeah, it, it, I'm just looking it up now because I was looking at the whole series. It's like, I love the style of graphics in Worms 95 and I mm. really dislike the... It's almost like this version is a pixelated version and then they've mm. moved away from that to... I don't know how you describe that this style of graphics, but it's almost like flash-drawn yeah, style. Yeah. And I, I personally hate that art style with a passion. And it's pretty sad to see how the latest version of Worms is that Worms Rumble game. You remember when that came out? Yeah, yeah. And that's just like really tanked really, really hard. And it just feels very strange what they're doing with it. Like making a Battle Royale game, I really don't get that. Like that's so weird to me. 
Um, but yeah, I just still look at it and go, I remember Worms WMD that was like made somewhat of a splash, but yeah, it just really hasn't like sort of, you know, done much since Worms mm. Armageddon. I think you're right, Swinney. But the original holds up so well. Like we got into it this week and just had an absolute blast. I like just wanted to keep playing more, but I, we were just a bit busy. We really could have. Like, I've pretty much could have played it, like, for I think four hours or something. And yeah. we should. We should keep playing it throughout reviewing the other games. For me, Worms, the original, has earned its place in, like, the pantheon of, like, these classic British yeah. um, developed PC games. I, I consider this a PC game, even though obviously got released on a lot of 100%. stuff. 100%. Um, and I'm kind of bundling in Amiga with PC there in a way. Um, because well, this is PC, is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like, you know, like Amiga's kind of its own little thing. But the, the alongside games like Lemmings, we mentioned before, yeah. Cannon Fodder, but like alongside... Sensible uh, Soccer. Sensible Soccer is a big one. I've literally got Sensible <laughs> Soccer on my list. That's Micro number one, man. That's number Micro one. Machines, Popular yeah, Speedball, Machine, yeah. you know, these games. <laughs> and this also cemented Team 17. Yeah. Uh, alongside like DMA Design, who are now Rockstar, uh, Signosis, who became um, a subsidiary of Rockstar, I think as well, and then obviously got disbanded. Bullfrog, the Bitmap Brothers, the the Oliver Twins that did like the Dizzy games, like these classic British UK games um, that they've just got a style to them. And obviously, visually, this is the closest to Lemmings, and I love Lemmings so much. Um, but this game to me is is a much better. It's obviously very different, but. I would rather play this and never play Lemmings, you know. So mm. I love Lemmings, fun. by the way, but yeah, this is this is awesome. This is still such a great multiplayer game. Like, I just wish it was more accessible, easier to play. Like, I bought the Steam mm. version of it. There's no way to play with you guys. It's so I had to install Parsec, and you guys are like basically remoting into it was my a bit computer laggy, yeah. to play it. It's so stupid. Mm. Um, I didn't realize with Team Seventeen that they were actually it's a merged company. So it was already merged by like 1990 from 17-bit software oh. and Swedish developer Team 7. Ah, <laughs> so they that's, cool. that's pretty crazy. That explains it. And yeah. like this this game, they've obviously they've, they've had a lot of games, but this game kind of really also helped launch them to become the publisher they are. So they publish a lot of big well, games now. That's so. what I was going to say. Like I always think of them as the guys that made Worms, guys and girls that made Worms, right? Which is not right. But they're more of a publisher now. Like, they still yeah. make games. Like, so they make Overcooked. Like, I mean, that's pretty decent. That's pretty, pretty big game. Like, I didn't realize they made, like, developed mm. Overcooked 2. Um, but, yeah, they published, like, stacks of games. Stacks of good games mm. as well. So, mm. it's in some uh, Aussie games as well. So it's full I circle. guess, look, the last thing I'll say, I don't know if you guys have much more to say. Um, to me, this is an unlikely contender for like the best game in 1995 but it deserves its nomination yeah. and i i can't deny how good this game is like it's mm. a game that i always forget about when i'm talking about these classic games and not only does it hold up but it holds a special place in my heart as well yeah i think that's well said i was expecting you... a laugh there thanks for making that <laughs> no no that's <laughs> i'm just uh cracking open some that. of the old uh, 1995 considerations like there's a lot of games where we didn't include that mm. like it, like Warcraft is not in our top six. Mm. Warcraft two, like like I, I think you're right, sweetie. I personally would find it surprising if Worms was our number one game of some other year, 1995. But I think people should, you know, look at the fact that hey, it's actually edged out some of these insane games. To but the get thing to is, the like, spot. 
these games we're talking about games that hold that you know i said hold special place in my heart like i have much more fondness for worms than i do most other games just because it's yeah, a big part of you know my childhood and it's created so many funny moments it's one of those as you mentioned smash Bros. before it's almost like a game that no game is the same yeah almost. it's like every single t- game is feels different it creates these little stories and funny moments so. yeah yeah it's super awesome it's like it's it's not like it wouldn't be a worthy winner to be honest it's not like it wouldn't be a worthy winner. It'd just be unlikely. It'd be a worthy winner. It'd just be unlikely. It's very we'll unlikely. See. I think given, yeah. especially like Swinney and I and some of the games in this year <laughs> that we absolutely mm. adore. But it, like I said, like all I'm trying to say is I think it would be a worthy winner. It wouldn't be an unworthy winner. No way. Mm. It, it, but I probably can't say it. So yeah. All right. We'll, well, see. well that was we'll worms. see how it goes. Um, what are we covering next week? Do we have it? Uh, full, full throttle. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Full yep. throttle. Full yes. throttle. It's a massive change up for worms. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we'll get to our final special feature, which is our now annual Big Kringle. So, the Big w- Kringle. Once again, it's time for us to celebrate this festive season with some gift giving of the potentially video game kind. So, how how do we uh, arrange this as I get rid of worms? <sighs> Um, let me let me just mm. I'll just grab the two gifts. Well, I, 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 I yeah, did that I've earlier. Right I did that no, earlier. they're literally yep. next to me. Down. So I can't. You just make so, sure you don't show your dresses and stuff like that. Yeah, I gotta get my yeah. my. Mike uh, sent me this package, and it's literally got my name and address, like massive letters. Uh, All right. Yeah, well, I was gonna warn you. Maybe, maybe what I'll do first. Part. So Mike is Mike is giving mm. me. Christmas Why has he got card? the sword out again? I because I need to open the present. It's my so, paper. It's my letter so my, Mike has given me a card. I'm showing the other side. Mike has given me a card, so I'm going to open this first. Yeah, open that one. Open that one. Yeah. I was expecting a... Like, Don't show a, the contents of the card. And so we Holy should say joy. as well, like last year we did like a pretty low limit. Now, I don't even know how much we were meant to spend this year. Hmm. Cool. That wasn't so, for me. That was you, from, from Intergod, right? What? What that is it? card was from Intigo. I didn't send a card. I didn't send that card. <laughs> this is awesome. He's just fucking opening his Christmas huh? cards on the Where'd air. Where'd you open a card from? I didn't give you that card. I thought you said there was a card. So no, the where, card's inside this? the box. I didn't give you the card. <laughs> this is I from have no idea who you got the card oh, from. Okay, all right, all right. I'll Who's that, that card from? The butch guy down the the, the I know, I know who it's from. I'm not going to mention it. I know what that is. What's his um, name? What's his name? No, it's, no, it's, it's a, <laughs> I was like, wow, I didn't send him that. Card. No, it's it's a work thing. It's a work. Thing. Okay, that's okay. great. No, my card's inside. All right, all right. I'm opening your presents. So I'm going to mirror our. Is it this side? I'm going to mirror our thumbnail. Oh, oh look good. at that! Oh, look yeah. the other way, but yeah. Timestamp right. it, timestamp it, Mike. So this this is for this is from Mike to Swinney. Swinney's team, by the way. He's just jumped in. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to show the other one. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. That's cool. I hope you don't oh, mind me showing that, Mike. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you get Splodge's uh, consent? <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank thank you for that photo. That's Two amazing. Rounds. Well, I haven't. I've, there's still stuff on top, so I don't know if someone else wants to go first. I just wanted to get the card. No, no, open the bloody, now. open this bloody present. Just okay. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my just, god! It's wrapping paper. There's multiple stuff. Whoa! In here. Look at this. You guys are going over the top. Paper. I got other people to wrap mine. Ah! Wow! Oh. <laughs> it's called the distribution center. Some Xbox socks. <laughs> That's cool, actually. <laughs> the funny thing is, I was going to buy these myself, so uh, I'm glad that you would. But the thing is, even if I had them, having multiple uh, Xbox socks would have been great. They're technically uh, sock fillers, no pun intended. Oh, you're... oh, this is this is crazy. What has he done? 
What is it? It's another pair of Xbox socks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you wanted two pairs? There you go, done. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike, you bought lots of stuff in here. What's going that's on? Just, You've definitely gone above random. our limit. It's random little things. I don't even know if we have a limit, to be honest. There's a, there's there's no, a little... There's no safety word. There's, I can't tell what it is. Oh, it's a pin. Cyberpunk pin. pin. Oh, yep. that's going up in value. I'll, I'll open it up soon. It, it will, it will. Awesome. It can only go up in value. Mike, <laughs> put, Mike has put so much stuff in here. You're making me nervous. No, dude. no, it's just a few little random things. I literally, yeah, it's, yeah, anyway, we'll get to it once we've all opened. Oh my God, like he's even bought me some Kinder stuff. Oh, nice. Jesus Christ, Mike. You I hope so you did not things. put chocolate in my thing because it's been well. like 40 degrees in Sydney. Uh-oh. Mike. <laughs> The Johnny Silverhand flash as well. There's one in your awesome. background as well, Mike. That's yeah. awesome. Come on. The other side. Uh, it's so <laughs> confusing. I always point it's to the really right side. Yeah. So some Kit Kat chocolates. Thank you. Oh my God, Mike, you put you spent way over the budget in that. So no, no, that's, no, that's fine. I appreciate, but at the same time, that. it's like that's it's kind of annoying because now we look like assholes. Yeah, no. no, no, yeah. no. Why didn't you let us go? Oh wow! What the hell? Huh? What the? What is, what? what is it? What is it? <laughs> what? what? It's, a, it's a it's a Ted Ted no that's it's not Ted Dancing it's it's a Sam wait that's a Swinny it's a Sam Malone from Cheers he's <laughs> <laughs> got me because I always make a joke that I'm Ted Dancing and he's got me a Ted Dancing Cheers Funko awesome. Pop. And look, he's even got a t-shirt. Oh Read God. his t-shirt. And his t-shirt, he's put I love Xbox on it. What? Oh Did you customise that? That's crazy. That's oh awesome. Well, this I customised it myself, but yeah, I didn't put that. <laughs> oh, my God. Customised Pops. And I forgot to mention... That's really cool. And this is the part oh, where I'm like, oh, shit. I hope damn. no one got him that. Damn, that's cool, dude. Hey, Sweeney, I can't hear you. You're on mute. So excited. My, so my excited. hand hit the mute. My hand hit the mute, um, which is amazing because obviously it's last week we talked about it's a game that mm. none of us played and it's a bit Everyone of a crime. Loves. Everyone loves it. So, wow, that's crazy. Um, You've gone over the top. That's like too it. much. Mike, that's, Mike. that's nuts. Now, now you... I'm going to spend like hundreds of dollars next year making you... Yeah, we have, we have. That's, that's changed <laughs> the bar. <laughs> this. That's awesome. And that Sam, <laughs> Sam Malone cheese <laughs> Funko Pop is the craziest thing I think anyone's ever bought me. Really? Since Mike bought me Left for Dead and made a custom zombie Barbie on top of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a bit freaky. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Um, and That's I'll hand over to cool. someone else for That's the next cool. All right. Well, wow. Maybe I'll open yours, That's Swinney, it. that you sent me. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. going to hate this. <laughs> and now You're the maybe... one who sent like 100 stamps uh, on yours, right? Oh, well, they just had to. That's wow. what they put on. I just, the oh, did they put it on? Me. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to try to make sure I don't show my address. So it's, it's a pretty big mm-hmm. box, but um, you're going to hate the present. But that's fine. It's worth it. I'm going to hate the present. It's worth it. <laughs> what is this like bad Santa or something? <laughs> is this the is this the idea? I've, I've missed the memo on this. <laughs> All right, sorry guys. I want to cut myself here. Take your time, as long as you don't use one of these. I got my little one. But there's there there is some there's a consolation that I think that at least it might be appreciated by someone. Uh, All right, I'm in. Close the knife. Knife safety, kids. All right. Thank you, Mike. There was a lot of great presents there. Hey, what? That's crazy. 
I feel bad now that like I've got this. Barrett is not feeling bad. This, this is isn't awesome. a competition. I love Who cares? This. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> So I got him a piranha plant plushie because he's all about trying to main a piranha plant in Smash Brothers. Now that's the, that's the only thing there, but it, it met out like it was. We had a maximum, and that was the maximum. This is awesome. I love this actually, man. This so, so cool. I was worried that Mike might have got that as well because I I saw it um in eBay. Uh, sorry, eBay Games the other day again. I'm like. But no, then I'm like, no. Mike probably doesn't relate you to Piranha Plant. In no, 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 I don't so know. much. No, I wouldn't. No. But now I, I will now have this on my desk when I play Smash Brothers. So if I do beat you, I'll hold it up to the camera. <laughs> I planted you. So on the like, this is cool. Mike, I, none, no, none of us should have followed Mike. Mike's presence, like, yeah, no, that's true. He's, he's gone overboard. So I, I was, my consolation was, if you didn't like it, at least, you, at least you know some people that might like. It. <laughs> okay, here, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. hide this from them because I'll play with it. <laughs> mine. All right, you go next, Mike. Okay, cool. Well, Maybe who, do mine because then that's should sort of I? I'll right do yours. Okay, cool. Wow. So, so this is big. Which which side? I'll open it on this side. It's it's a big Amazon box. So well, I'm gonna use my. Normal oh, size he's got a butcher knife. knife. He's got a butcher knife now, not a samurai sword. No, I decided... you realize samurai sword is a bad idea. <laughs> to <that>. open presents. <laughs> Imagine who have you got that me. on tape? Don't tape me. <laughs> I will do it. How'd you cut yourself? Here's the video so... of it. <laughs> By the way, that samurai samurai sword. It's not. It's not fully sharpened. I I got it it's when I was sharp. when I was in Japan from a, a second hand. Okay, that grandma is, that is and grandpa super shop. weeby. That's super weeby. No, I was, I was just walking around and it was it was a, a secondhand grandma and grandpa shop uh, in ooh, right, more in opening, Gina, I think. Open. Anyway, uh, so okay, let me open it up. Oh, damn boy, he knows me. He knows me. Hang on, hang on. It is the. Lego Panigale motorbike. So it's a bit so, not very gaming related. <laughs> how no. is that fitting in our price range? No, no. I, I, I don't like, know what he. It was. It was. There was sale on it, so oh, it's not okay, too bad. Okay. It's not too bad. I feel like so I'm the he... only person that tried to stick to that. <laughs> he knows that this is one of my favorite sports bikes. Yeah. It's um. Sick. Well, actually, the the original Panigale is probably my favorite sports bike. So. Huge fan. And then I was like, looking forward to building this bad boy. I was realizing because I was saying to Mike, just to Mike the other day, I go, oh man, I was looking at motorbikes again. I was looking at Ducatis. And then I realized to myself, it must have been because I bought that for you. I started thinking about motorbikes again. (laughs) Oh, they're amazing machines. (sighs) This is awesome. Thank you so much. Nice. I'm glad you liked it. All right, Swinny. Okay. All right. So I've got. you know, I've got this package. I'm showing this. Yeah, it's not going to be as good anything. as Mike. So temper your no. Look, trust me. Like uh, after knowing what my present is for Mike as well, it's like I feel like <laughs> it's only downhill from here. I'm going to try to. Yeah, that's good because Mike's the last one. <laughs> oh, yeah. hmm. I could go next if you want. No, no, no. <laughs> it's more funny that way. Okay. All right. I'm opening this package. <clears throat> All right. I got my hands on. Oh, I feel there's some box there oh there's a few boxes actually watch out for the dildo oh i see i see a, i see a blue color just make sure okay that's just a packing thing all right cool it'd be hilarious if it was right. what i i can see their blue <laughs> i can see their blue boxes <laughs> but i can't i can't see what they are yet okay 
Let's see. Right. What is it? This one? Oh my god. Oh, nice. Persona 5 Royal. That is awesome. Yeah. That well, is for the RPG awesome. man, it's the exclusive. Perfect. For the console. Wow. Yeah, that the is Royal perfect. Version. That is absolutely perfect. There may All be right. a leak that <laughs> the standard edition is coming for free to PS Plus next month. Dude, yeah, but he wants the Royal version. But it's he wants already, the Royal it's version. already on the PlayStation like yeah it's already on ps plus anyway if i didn't care enough about oh, that, I know that. Okay. like i'm glad i this is having that he doesn't have a physical plus. copy there you go and the complete edition so it's apparently yeah. the dlcs are pretty good for yeah that. so that's the, the that was a really good, good game that is amazing i love that game and the next one which unfortunately i showed before but that's no that's still good is god of War. oh wow so <laughs> nice. that's fine like i appreciate like even though i showed it before that's fine you we don't always know and uh and you gave me two games. amazing games and i'm surprised oh, yeah, wait that... wait so you already had god of war he showed yeah, it earlier showed it that before. wasn't the, the copy <laughs> you got him yeah yeah but that's okay that's i knew that would happen i was like why does he have it he it, was have bound, a PS4. it was bound to happen at some point <laughs> but you gave me three amazing games yeah, you could sell two... god of war <laughs> and uh yeah it's for two dollars that's crazy, man. Like, I don't know how you got this all for the, the limit. That's nuts. Yeah, but Persona is the big one. I was hoping that you'd open that last. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I actually... No, see, I didn't actually know oh, what they were. Out. I wasn't looking at the back of them, so I held them up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. First time I saw it was in the camera. I thought Persona so. would be the one that you liked the most because that's the Royal Edition. No, I doubt they'll ever have that on the PS Plus. Yeah, that is amazing. Thank you so much. Let me open this one. All right, so oh, this I forgot. Is I was, sorry, I was going to make a joke that it had... Bethesda Studios famous action <laughs> shooter wet for 360. That wasn't, that wasn't that bad, actually. That was yeah, it wasn't game. bad. It wasn't a bad. All right, uh, so you've this got is... your thing showing. Lucky <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> it's like so blurry. All right, all right, all right. You might need to put a little post editing. Post editing. Yeah, I think that. you're gonna have to do some post editing in that one. <laughs> I know, like how I'm always the one saying that. Be yeah. careful. <laughs> Wait, I just gotta get my credit card out. <laughs> Copy of God of War. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's also got your name blasted all over it as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It's got it on the back. It's like he's written his, his name in the biggest. It's like he's me trying to dox me. <laughs> all right. What is this? Oh yes, yes, yes. Cool. I've got this as well. <laughs> oh awesome. shit, you got them on the back there as well. Yeah, yeah, don't show them back. Oh my god, we're going to get smarter with this stuff. Just Whoa, what the, the hell, entire, dude? You're going crazy. Entire episode. I know, I'm like, it's appreciated. <laughs> no, but well, it's I had to... Super Mario puzzle? Oh. So I, figured, I figured you'd like that to do it with the kiddos. Yeah, yeah, that, definitely, it's, definitely. It'd be perfect. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he also got socks for me, but more to my theme. <laughs> it actually says you're a prick. <laughs> Cyberpunk pin. I had to get, had to get him one as well. Yeah. Oh, you did the chocolates. I wonder if they're any good. They're probably Chuckies? still alright. I gotta check them out. Yeah, I, had to, I didn't. I didn't want you guys to, guys to fight and think I had a favorite. So you Chuckies? both had to get the same chockies. Very good. Mm -hmm. And then the last one. Hmm. You never guess this one. Ha -ha! <laughs> and guess who else got a copy of it? I did. So oh, all three of us have to play it at the same time. <laughs> Mike, why were you buying new um, games? We're like, we're all doing this stuff and it's like the I know. risk. The risk. It was a huge risk, right? I know. The but... risk is high, 
but I think I'll take the, the gamble and it paid off and I'm glad. That well, was I'm good. No, did it it thank off? you very much, Mike. Did that was it pay awesome. off? Fuck, maybe it didn't pay off. I've, I've doxed myself. <laughs> it was worth we'll it. <laughs> did, did it pay off, Mike? I don't know. I don't please, know yet. Please open know. your present, Mike. Uh, oh, you, seriously? He's just thinking better now. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn now. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Oh, I don't know. It's really nicely wrapped. Oh, you know, no joke. Oh, I was thinking about buying Deathloop. <laughs> you know, it would have been so awesome if we all bought, all of us bought Deathloop for each other. <laughs> we have three copies of Deathloop. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, Mike at least we know each other, so that's Mike, I, I'll, uh, I'll take that back off your hands. <laughs> no, I'll, get, I'll get you something else, but no, no, maybe, no, maybe we should have called out more. That like, <laughs> I don't know when you bought that, but it's like maybe in the Ooh. lead up, like the two first weeks ago, two no, weeks, we should be like, yeah. hey, don't buy any new games, yeah, just yeah. in case. I agree with that. I agree okay. With that. But the thing is, well, that I want to keep your copy, so, so I'll just the, trade mine. The, the fact that Mike got me Deathloop and a bunch of other stuff, I got him Deathloop and one other thing, although yes, it doesn't anyway. quite match that. Well, I don't know. I don't know because you know how much I love RGVs. <laughs> I'm going to love the multicolored LED frisbee. RGV LED frisbee. It's actually really cool. That's, it looks pretty that's cool. That's cool at night. I don't know if it's animal safe, just putting that out there, but... um. And I don't think Splodge would probably be going after a frisbee anyway. Chocolate's no, still good, Mike. Chocolate's still good. Yes, yeah, so oh, three awesome. three hear. copies of Deathloop. Four somehow. copies. We've generated four well, copies, we'll right? Four copies oh, including the one he bought. But clearly we're all like... Three copies of God of War. Can we all hold up the tip yeah. for the thumbnail? Deathloop, or baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deathloop for everyone. <laughs> the show title's going to be Deathloop Death or something. Deathloop. Deathloop. Oh, this is sick. <laughs> you know what? Can I just say what's awesome about this is that oh. Swinney knows what he got you, right? Yeah. So he's opened your present and you've got Deathloop in there and a whole bunch of other shit, right? So he's going, oh, fuck. I this had to sit there the whole time being like, he's going to open my wait, present. Wait, wait, hear me out. Because then you're like, oh, shit, you know, you've got him just deathly, whatever, but it's still cool. <laughs> but the fact that just before he goes to open his present, he mentions... I bought both oh, of you yeah. Deathloop, and then I bought myself Deathloop, and then to his face is like, oh, yeah. fuck. You made it worse oh. somehow. <laughs> you know what? I I bought Deathloop, and then I go, oh, crap, was Deathloop... I couldn't remember. It was Deathloop a PS Plus game? Because I'm like, well, if it was, Mike might have got it. And no, then I looked no, no. it up, I'm like, oh, it wasn't. No. And then I'm like, oh, that's all right. That's a relief. <laughs> Mike's, sure, Mike's surely not going to go <laughs> and buy new games in this two-week nah. period. And it's coming out on Game Pass next year as well. What? So, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like that's a given, but I'd rather that's probably funny. play it on PS5 anyway. So. Oh, I would want to play I kind of was hankering to play it, to be honest. Oh. So I saw it on sale and I was thinking, should I buy this? I'm like, so, no, the show's coming up, so I better not I think we should. So, Mike, Mike <laughs> we will arrange... We will arrange <laughs> uh, we will arrange a replacement. Um, for Deathloops. Wait, so. no, when you hold up your both Deathloops? I will, I will Do you have both Deathloops? Do you have both I want to keep your copy. I'll just get rid of consult, my one. I will consult with you. Mm -hmm. 
to make sure because you buy games on the daily basis it seems like no maybe no no what i'll i'll, I'll give my copy to someone it's fine uh, you know, i want to keep I'm the like... actual copy you gave me though Do you I, have I like copies there i still have your cop the copy you gave me of um of the star wars game i, I had a bit of trust these. in my Maybe for this last, like, last run up to the end of his New Year's resolution of not buying new games just because <laughs> nope. he might actually not buy new games. No, but I, I, much I had to because you. I figured I had to. I got you both a copy, <laughs> and the whole intention was we all play it and review it. But couldn't you just buy it today on Boxing Day? It's probably cheaper anyway. Probably could have just yeah. done it actually. <laughs> but I don't like they're running out of coffee. But thank you. Thank you all for the amazing <laughs> presents. I, um, Mike, you went beyond the cost, which is appreciated, but also like annoying. Mike, you've started an arms so race, buddy. We, Next year, we, I'm going to get my big dick out and plump it on the table. <laughs> I think, I think we should. I'll do a cast. We should put in like an absolute limit, but maybe doesn't like postage is different because it's hard to tell that stuff yeah no, there's no so limit. it's more like i think That's there the should be a hard cost. limit because otherwise it could get out of control so. oh he's he started the war he started the war. No, we, no, no, no. we were very humble last year and then he's just put his member <laughs> out that yeah. wasn't that much it was just little things it was cool little things that i thought hey that would i do like the well. handmade stuff that's cute i can't believe you got me Ted Dance and Funko Pop. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, Joe Jives will look. Pops, Joe Jives but... is probably laughing his ass off. Yeah, that, when that, he that heard was funny. Um, <laughs> take him out and just actually have him. Uh, oh my god! There's something on the back as well. I think. I think there might be something on the back of his shirt, if I recall correctly. Oh, I don't Did know. I, do I the have back? to open it. I kind of don't want to open it. Just open it. It's fine. But it might be a collector's oh, item. Maybe we'll do it later. Maybe we'll do it later. Well, it is. The, uh, big, it's, the big it's wig, unique. The big it's... wig uh, podcast when we're all famous Hollywood superstars. This will be a collector's item. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> super true. limited edition. So oh, and RPGs. So yeah. I love Xbox and RPGs. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Very funny. If anyone that listened to the show as their first podcast, <laughs> people don't know. And they first listened to the episode of the podcast. The man I talked about Final Fantasy, they they would probably understand. That. I wanted to do one for you as well, wow. to God, but I couldn't find any um, Tom Cruise. You couldn't find pops. any assholes. <laughs> and uh, thank you to God for the copy of uh, Bethesda Softworks. Yes, famous, that's, that's uh, what I gave you. This. Eliza Dushku voice acted uh, wet. Get you wet. Yeah. All right, um, that ends oh, the cring- big Kringle. We'll have an arms race next year to destroy Mike. <laughs> Which will be fun. So you can tune in from one year as the annual podcast rolls out big year in gaming. Uh, but for the outro, next week we'll be covering Full Throttle, which is our second of six game of some of the year 1995 games. And then also we talk about our 2021 resolutions and then potentially make 2022 re- year resolutions. We'll see if we want to do that. Uh, but with actually. Potentially not. (laughs) But with that, it's bye-bye. Bye. See ya.